The Ball presents the All-In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week. Live play-by-play on The Ball is brought to you by All-In Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. By Lewis Smith Supply Company, Enterprise, Dothan, Eufaula, and Mariana. By Southeast Health, always the right direction. By Hug and Molly's, Frozen in the 50s, Downtown Abbeville. By Harris Security, security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Mark Dunning Industries, one call takes care of all that garbage. By Action Buick GMC. Of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need, member FDIC. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op, proudly supporting the communities they serve. DSI Security, do what you say you'll do. And by Vincent Plumbing and Electric, make the right call, call Vincent. Now let's go live to the stadium. Here's Mark Stewart and Lance Griffin. Good evening, Wiregrass. Welcome to Skipperville, Alabama, home of GW Long High School for live high school football right here on the ball. Tonight, the GW Long Rebels host Houston Academy Raiders. The ball is in the air. It is a squiver, as is typically kicked by the Raiders. It will be covered by GW Long at the 41. Uh, Lance Griffin in here along with Mark Stewart. It is a non-region game, Mark, the regular season finale. GW Long looking to get sharp for the playoffs. Houston Academy looking to build for the future. Yeah, Houston Academy's played well the last two times out. They played really good against Wicksburg, beat New Brockton last week. So they're on a little bit of a roll here. Going to see what they can do here tonight. This is a little bit of an uphill battle against GW Long. But just want to compete in the season on a good note and just uh, execute their game plan. Indeed. Uh, we are underway here. GW Long with the ball at its own 42. They'll spread it out. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. It'll go for about uh, about three yards. It looks like the uh, carrier there is, uh, let's see, number let's see. I don't know that we have a number for him. We'll check on him and see. Look like Thomas Morris in on the tackle yep. for Houston Academy. Good stop on first down. Yep. Very little yardage for GW Long as they ran it right up the middle. Just about a yard there for the Rebels, so we'll call it second and nine from the 43. Again, we're just underway here in Skipperville. It's a great night for footballers, a chill in the air. Here is a quarterback run up the middle, big run into H.A. territory at the 47-yard line. That's what really hurt H.A. last week against New Brockton is the quarterback for New Brockton Cup just was able to gouge him, and that's simply just a fake handoff, and then he goes up the middle following his blocker, picks up the first down. Looks like uh, that's Toby Stringer, I believe, with the quarterback run there. We'll get the numbers for you as we go along, but that gives G.W. Long a first down at the H.A. 47. Lance, it's going to be interesting to see how long Coach Scott Horn goes with his starters tonight with the playoff game coming next week against Laverne. That's right. They will host Laverne in the first round. Here's a fake end around. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. It's going to break inside the 40 to about the 35-yard line. There goes Jackson Chansey. Looks like another first down for GW Long, and I'm sure this is exactly what they wanted to have. Absolutely. Just a tough run on the left side of that offensive line. Just bulled his way forward for the first down. Houston Academy got a bow up here. They're in Houston Academy territory. Houston Academy coming off the uh, game against New Brockton. Uh, a lot of offense in that game, of course. GW Long, a very, very tough opponent. Ran into a very good Abbeville team last they week. So they'll be looking to uh, kind of erase that bad taste out of their mouth and get ready for the playoffs this week. First and 10 from the 35. It's going to be an end around Stringer. Stringer's going to keep it. He's going to get to about the 31. Again, good defense from H.A. there, but he'll still gain about three or four yards. Yeah, they did a good job of sealing it off where he couldn't get through the middle. He tried to cut it outside. 
wasn't a whole lot there. Good play by the Houston Academy defensive line, that left side of the line. G.W. Long goes straight to the line of scrimmage, but they look to the sidelines for a play. So it's sort of a hurry up, but not really. They've now got the play, and they'll line up. Looks like two wide to the left and one to the right. Kobe Stringer is your quarterback. Looks like Jackson Chancey there by him in the shotgun. Here is a fake end around. There's the handoff up the middle to Chancey. Chancey to the 20-yard line. He'll fall forward to the 19. Looks like another first down for the Rebels. Yeah, a little crossbuck action, Lance. Yeah. They found something they like up the middle. Is That's just straight up, straight on football right there. And eventually that will go around, and it'll be uh, important for the Raiders to try to maintain containment as they will eventually give to that uh, option and uh, motion action. First and 10 from the 19-yard line. Stringer. This time he does. He handles, he hands it off. The end of round to the 15 and angled out of bounds. Well defended there, Bates. It'll still get a few yards as Hunter Whitehead goes around left end for a few yards. Yeah, Houston came actually had a tackler in the backfield. Yeah. He was able to break free from that one, turn the corner, and you're right. He didn't pick up as many yards as they felt like that play probably would have but uh, picks up about, looks like six on the play. Yeah, yeah nonetheless, uh, still a gain of about uh, six. We'll call it uh, second and four at about the 13-yard line. Here is Stringer, turns around, hands it off to Chancey up the middle. Chancey breaks a tackle, goes forward to about the six-yard line. Should be a first down, and there's a, I thought that was a flag, but that was actually a football flying through the air, so it'll be first and goal for the Rebels. Yeah, another huge hole right up the middle on that left side of the GW Long offensive line. It's just been pretty much straight at uh, Houston Academy. A little bit of what we expected here tonight from the Rebels, but uh, first possession, they've eaten three minutes off the clock, and they've got a first and goal here at the sixth. Here is Stringer from the shotgun. It's a tighter formation. He's going to hand it off around right in, and he's going to sail into the end zone. Let's see who that is. Let's see. Is that um, Trevor Morris? I believe it is. That is right. The six-yard touchdown, and the Rebels are on the board yeah. in uh, quick fashion. The linebacker's eyes was on the quarterback there because he's been faking it. He hands it off to him, and coming around that end, nobody there walks into the end zone for the touchdown. Indeed. So, three minutes and nine seconds off the clock. GW Long straight down the field. For the first score of the game, here's the extra point. A little bit of a high snap. It's brought down. The kick is up, and it is good. 8.51 left to go in the first quarter. GW Long 7, Houston Academy nothing. We'll take a one-minute break. Be back with more action right here on the ball. The thump of the bat, the squeak of sneakers, the clash of pads. These are the sounds of local athletic programs at work. But it's more than that. These are also the sounds of leadership development, teamwork, and rewarding experiences for tomorrow's leaders. At Wiregrass Electric Cooperative, just being a power provider isn't enough. We also support the programs that help shape the communities of tomorrow. Just enough isn't enough. That's the Wiregrass way. All-In Credit Union, your trusted financial partner, can also help you protect your assets with low-cost insurance. With over 40 carriers, we have the tools to find the right coverage to fit your needs. Call 866-397-6609 for your free quote and see how All-In services can save you money on home, auto, life, or business insurance. Protecting your most valuable assets and making sure you have the affordable plan you need is important to us. Visit All in cu.com to learn more you're on the ball w-o-o-f 
W261AT, W296DQ, Dothan. Welcome back to Skipperville. GW Long leads Houston Academy 7-0 early in the first quarter. Houston Academy, after about a 10-yard return, will begin its first possession at the 24. You just got to match what GW Long did, drive the ball down the field. They did a good job offensively last week. I think Caden Mitchell's getting comfortable back there as the quarterback. He spreads it out, and he's going to fumble a snap, and it's kicked around. It's kicked around. Who's got it? It's still on the ground. It's going to be covered at the 27-yard line by H.A. That could have been disaster early for the Raiders, but that's Tristan Wiggum that uh, jumps on it and actually go for a gain of about uh, three and a half yeah, yards. Yeah, Lance, look, he just dropped the ball. I don't think he had started to hand it off and just dropped the ball. It is a little bit nippy out here tonight, so that could do, you know, play a role in handling the football. It could. It was going to be a handoff, but the ball hit the ground, and the running back just kicked it forward. It was covered by Wiggum. Here is an end around to Pitchford. Pitchford past the 30. Pitchford drags the pile a little bit to about the 32. It'll be just short of a first down, but brings up third and very manageable. Nice run there as he came across the formation, took the handoff on the right side of that H.A. line. Had a nice hole, picks up good yardage. And you're right, it's third and manageable. That's what they got to have tonight. They can't get behind the stick. Line of scrimmage to 32. It'll be third and two for the Raiders. Three wide to the right, and they're going to go to the left. It's an option pitch, and Long is going to read it very well and tackle the Raiders for a loss of about four yards as that was J.T. Ackerman on the option pitch, and it was – covered the quarterback was yeah, covered just, the running back was it covered. just takes too long lance to run that and uh he couldn't get the outside guy to commit to him the quarterback mitchell couldn't and it just took a long time to develop out there they tried to run it over on this weak side but gw long wasn't having any of it good defense there by the rebels and does force a punt for the raiders kobe stringer's back around his 34 to receive this punt early chance for ha to at least grab a first down there couldn't get it done on third and short We'll see what happens now. Pretty good snap. Kick is a high one, and Stringer's going to watch it bounce at about the 43. It's going to bounce past him inside the 30-yard line and out of bounds at the 29. So a good punt by the Raiders, Hunter Lizenby, and uh, that will put G.W. Long back at the 29. Yeah, that ball tightrope down that sideline and picked up about 15 more yards off the roll. H.A. Had a, had a really hard time, as and, and we expect it, uh, stopping G.W. Long up the middle. We'll see if they can try to do anything to stop this very talented long team. This is a team that has sights set on going far in the playoffs. They really do, and I think they can. As you say, they've, I think they only lost one game on the season, and that was last week to Abbeville. Finished second in the region. Here we go. Two wide to the left for Long. Stringer's going to look to throw for the first time. He sees someone up the, up the middle, but he's going to short arm, and it's going to be short. Uh, that was Hunter Whitehead, the intended receiver over the middle. He was open. Yeah, he had Whitehead crossing across there. It looked almost like a naked screen pass. Yeah. They let all the receivers go deep. He came across over that uh, just that short route there. A little too much on the football and uh, a little errant throw. Second and 10 now from the 29. Looks like basically the same formation for the Rebels as they get ready here. 6.46 left to go in the first quarter. The Rebels lead the Raiders 6-7 to, to nothing. Here's the handoff up the middle to Chancey. Chancey will go forward to about the 34-yard line, gain of about five. It'll be third and five. Again, uh, well defended by Houston Academy. And did a good job of closing the hole quickly. They were able to bring him down after a five-yard pickup. Brings up a third down and five. 
They need to stop them here and get off the field. The uh, Rebels, again, get their plays from the sideline. So they're all looking. They look on the wristbands. They've got the play now. Plenty of time on the play clock, just hitting the 22nd mark right now. So Stringer will get everybody together. Now we're ready for the snap. It's going to be a pass. Stringer's looking to run now. He's going to have to go forward more yards than that. He's going to be rolled out, I think, maybe about a half yard short of the first Yeah, he's close, but I think you're right. I think he's a little bit short. I think that was a run all the way as he rolled out. Look downfield, but I don't think he wanted to pass the football. But it is a first down. They're going to say first down. Yeah, I thought he went out between the 38 and the 39. They're marking it right on the 40. So give the Rebels a first down. And he was hit short, but yeah. he was able to drag him a little bit further to pick it up. Fresh set for GW Long, and Coach Scott Horn will take that all night long. Just let the clock roll, uh, continue to move the ball on the ground in chunks, and get ready for the playoffs. Here's Stringer. Going to be an end around to the 45, forward to close to midfield, maybe the 49-yard line goes Trevor Morris, the player that scored the Rebel touchdown earlier, a gain of about nine. Yeah, it was well blocked. He had two blockers out in front of him. He turned the corner, able to pick up good yardage. Picked up nine yards on the play. Second and one at midfield, a lot of options now for the Rebels. As they get to play from the sideline, it'll be two wide to the left and one to the right. Yeah, GW Long's got a lot of weapons in this running game. They really do. They've got interchangeable parts. Here's Stringer, a little high snap, but he's got it. He's going to throw to the sidelines. It's caught at the 43-yard line of H.J. Tackled there is Hunter Whitehead. Hunter Whitehead will give the Rebels the first down. He just went out in the flat, sat down, Yeah, hit him on the numbers. Nice pitch and catch. That's a, a play where it looked like Stringer got the ball out really quickly and Whitehead made a good catch. That's a problem. If they can run the football yeah. well and now if they can throw it, that's going to really get Houston Academy off balance defensively. First and 10 Rebels at the HA 43. Here is Chansey up the middle, and he is met maybe for a loss of a yard by a host of Raiders. They were having none of that that time. Nice play. You're right. They hit him right in the hole, dropped him for about a half-yard loss because that was Thomas Morris in there with others. Yeah, we'll call it a loss of uh, actually really two yards back to the 45, so we'll call it uh, second and 12 from the 45. We'll see if the Rebels keep it on the ground. They've had a lot of success, or if Kobe Stringer goes to the air here. Four-minute mark of the first quarter. GW Long leads seven to nothing. Stringer's going to try to throw. He's getting pressured. He rolls to his right, and he'll throw it. Almost caught at the 36-yard line, but it will go incomplete as Morris would have, uh, I think, probably been able to haul that in inbounds, but it was right on the edge. He just couldn't bring it in. He was coming back. Did a nice job of coming back to his quarterback, sliding out out of the boundary. as uh, He threw the ball to him, but uh, couldn't quite get the handle on it. Make a third and 12. It would be a really good uh, confidence booster for H.A. to at least they either force a Rebel punt or force the Rebels to think about. Yeah, I'm not sure they would punt from here, but they may. They pick up yardage on this third down play. You may see them go for it on fourth down. Third and 12 from the H.A. 45. Here is Stringer. Dropped straight back. Good pressure by H.A. He's going to throw it over the middle, and it is going to be almost intercepted, but not quite as it falls harmlessly at the 20-yard line. Yeah, double coverage down yeah. there. Houston Cam did a nice job there is now I think it's going to force GW Long to punt the football on 4th and 12. Dalton Carraway was the intended receiver, but it was underthrown just a little bit, and two Raiders back there in coverage. So Yeah, he threw off his back foot, didn't get anything on it. 
and uh, gave Houston Academy a good opportunity to try to intercept it. Standing back at the 15-yard line, the Raiders to receive this punt. Eyeing a fake here because it is an H.A. territory, but it will be angled to the right side. The kick will, and now it'll roll and keep rolling and roll into the end zone. So the punt will go into the end zone, and H.A. will begin this possession at the 20. So uh, good job for H.A. to stiffen there as it got into Raider territory, and now they'll have a chance to move the ball. Yeah, now if you at Houston Academy, you just want to pick up a first down. Get that first first down, get a little drive going, pick up the second one, and put some plays together and get a drive. 3.30 left to go here in the first quarter. And again, the Rebels lead 7 to nothing. Three and out for H.A. on the first possession. Uh, got within a third and two there. Couldn't quite convert. Now they spread it out. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Here's Caden Mitchell. He'll take that shotgun snap, turn around, hand it up the middle. Maybe a yard there for, I think that's Ackerman, and that's all. Yeah, not a lot there. They're stacking that middle up, that defense from GW Long. They're going to have to try to get outside or loosen them up with some passing. Yeah, that was J.T. Ackerman. And uh, later on, you'll see Mitchell fake that up the middle and try to keep it himself. He, he does have that option. It will be a gain of about two, second and eight. The defense is shading back inside. Even though Houston mm-hmm. Academy's putting four receivers out, they're kind of shading back toward the quarterback. Here we go, second and eight from the 22. Mitchell by himself in the shotgun. He goes straight back. He's going to run, and he'll be hauled down. Won't make it back to the line of scrimmage. That'll be a loss of about a yard as uh, it looked like that may have been a quarterback draw from the get-go, just a little bit slow in developing. Yeah, well, if he had one man to beat, couldn't get past him. If he could have got past that defender, he had some green grass in front of him. Uh, But you're right. It uh, looked like a designed uh, quarterback draw. Third and nine from the 21. Got to be careful here. You don't want to turn the ball over. Two wide to the left, two to the right. This is familiar formation we've seen from the Raiders this year. Rolling to his right is Mitchell. Mitchell's getting pressure early. Now looks, throws. It's going to be dropped at the 34-yard line. Would have been a first down. Yeah, it was a nice pass, too. He had him. I can't see the number. I believe that was Cameron Mitchell. Cameron, his brother. Yeah. They'll have a conversation about that on yeah, the sideline. Yeah, I think Cameron started to run before he brought it in. But uh, definitely had the first down yardage. That'll force an H.A. punt and uh, more than likely good field position here for the Rebels as Hunter Whitehead is back to receive this punt at the H.A. 45. Here's Lizendy. He'll take the snap. It's low. He brings it in and lets it go. It's a good one. It hits at the 45 and again rolls and rolls out of bounds inside GW Long territory along about the 43-yard line. That's where G.W. Long will take over. Another good punt, as you said, and it did a good job of getting as much out of it as he could to keep G.W. Long from starting in Houston Academy territory. 2.02 left to go here in the first quarter. It's a quick moving one. We haven't seen a flag yet, and I don't want to jinx it. I can't believe you just said that. I know it. We've been doing this for 10 weeks. And we know exactly what happens in a situation like that, don't we? Exactly. So here we go as the Rebels will begin their third possession of this quarter. Scored on the first one, stalled in H.A. territory on the second. Here's Kobe Stringer at quarterback. He'll hand straight up the middle is that uh, Morris, I believe it is. He'll get to about the 47-yard line, gain of about four, maybe five for uh, 
Trevor Morris. Yeah, he broke through the line. The backers were able to get him before he could get too far down, but he got in that second level. Got to try to keep him from penetrating through the line. He's got a little speed. Looks like he had a little burst when he took that one up the middle. If you're used to Academy, you may want to do some run blitzing. Yep. Try to shoot some gaps and stop him in the backfield. Second and five now for GW Long. I think that is still Morris next to Stringer in the backfield. Hyder formation here. It's going to be an end around to Morris. Morris to midfield. Morris cuts it up. He's slammed down to the ground at the 45-yard line. That was one great tackle there. Let's get a number on that. Jack, one. Jack Waller, the third, I believe, is who that was. And you're right. He headed him up. They did a nice job of a perfect yeah. tackle. Yeah. Uh, that was very, very, very good. Nonetheless, it's a first down for the Rebels at the HA 45, but it could have been a lot more. I was going to say, it could have been a lot worse. Is uh, Waller got off his block nicely and able to bring him down. Stringer gets the play from the sideline for the Rebels. Now Jackson Chancy back in a running back next to him. Seven seconds on the play clock. Uh, they don't usually bring it down this far. Four seconds. Three, two. Here is the snap. It's an end around. It's cut up the middle to the 40. Inside the 35 to the 33 goes Hunter Whitehead. Thought they had that defended, and he just cut it up and found a crease. Well, they did have it defended to the outside. He was designed to go outside, but you're right. He found a crease in there just off of the tackle the, in the uh, tight end position and picked up good yardage. Will be a first down at the 33 of H.A. in final minute of the first quarter here. As now... It looks like Morris back in at running back. He and Chancey have been alternating at running back. Kobe Stringer to quarterback. It's going to be a handoff up the middle to the 30, to the 25. Look at that speed, the 15 down to the 13 before they finally corral him. Goes Trevor Morris. Yeah, Houston Academy rushed from the outside, and they overran the play. He was able to cut it inside, and you're right, had a burst of speed through that hole and gets it all the way down to about the 10-yard line. They'll mark it at 12 so they can get another first down. Uh, will they get a playoff here? I don't know. As the play clock, uh, the game clock's down to 12 seconds. Yeah, they may just turn around and walk to the other end. Fast-moving first quarter. The Rebels on the board and knocking at the door here at the end of the first quarter. GW Long 7, Houston Academy nothing. We'll be back with second quarter action in one minute right here on the ball. Pug and Molly's restaurant in downtown Abbeville is serving up cool treats from an old-fashioned soda fountain, plus a delicious variety of fan favorites for lunch and dinner. So go see them for good food, plus a trip down memory lane, thanks to their nostalgic memorabilia and decor. Open for dine-in or takeout, 11 to 2, Monday through Saturday, and 5 to 8 on Friday and Saturday nights. Hug and Molly's, 129 Kirkland Street, Abbeville. Like them on Facebook or go to HugandMolly's.com to find out their new menu items. Harris Security Systems is the Wiregrass's largest independent and locally owned security company for almost 30 years. To stay number one, Harris Security Systems employs the best local people to ensure your personal property and business is secure day and night. Give their customer service friendly sales and technical team a call consisting of Brian Hatton, Steve McLean, and Charlie Powell. Call 334-794-0079. That's Harris Security Systems serving Alabama, Georgia, and the Florida Panhandle. 334-794-0079. All right, it was fast-moving first quarter. GW Long took the first possession, went down, scored, stalled in the second, now knocking on the door at the Houston Academy 12. 
for its third possession, first and ten from there, and it's been a really impressive performance thus far. For yeah, they, they pretty much can do what they want to in that running game, Lance. They can go inside and outside. They've got a lot of speed, as you saw, but they're also very physical on that uh, offensive line. So, Houston uh, Academy, as we said, they're going to have to shoot some gaps, I think, and try to do some run blitzing. They did that a little bit on that last play, but they uh, overran it from the outside. He was able to cut it inside and picks up the good yardage. Special hello this evening to the father of Houston Academy coach Jamie Riggs. We understand that he listens regularly. So, Mr. Riggs, if you are listening this morning, we thank you so much for listening to us. And I we really do appreciate this it. This evening, you said this morning, but I think it's evening. Did I say morning? Yeah. <laughs> it's morning somewhere, Mark. <laughs> well. And, Mr. Riggs, if there was any second guessing of your son, that was Lance Griffin that ah, did there it. There you go. There you go. All right, here we go. We're ready for the second quarter, first and 10 from the 12 for the Rebels. Kobe Stringer, he's going to hand it on the end around to Whitehead. Whitehead inside the 10. He'll fall forward to almost a five. And uh, d- defended well by H.A., but just good forward motion yeah, there. Yeah, they did a good job. But uh, G.W. Long's doing a good job of sealing off that end and able to find the crease to get in through there. Not a big hole, but it's enough to squirt through. That'll make it second and a long three from the five for the Rebels. Plenty of time left on the play clock as they get the call in from the sideline at 15 seconds. They're lined up. Again, making sure they they get it right. One wide to the right, two to the left. Here is Chansey up the middle. He'll run forward straight into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackson Chansey, and the Rebels have a two-score lead. Yeah, that was a huge hole. That was too easy. They ran on that right side of the GW long line. Had a big hole. Nobody really touched him until he got to the goal line. Just one of those things. We had motion to the to the right. Yeah. You pay attention to that, and there's a hole that develops there, and Chansey took advantage of it. Here's the extra point. Is that they don't have enough players, I don't think, on the field. Tanner Patton, I think they're missing an end there. Yeah, they're calling. The holder's counting them. Yeah. He's counting them three times, and he's still getting the same number. There we go. That'll be a flag, a first of the yeah. nine. And they'll just take the flag and back it up by, so Tanner Patton will kick a little bit longer, extra point than he is used to. Yeah, this credit, he counted them pretty quick and started motion, then he counted them yep. again just to make sure. Now Patton's ready. Extra point is up. Oh, yeah, he's got a good leg. Yeah, no problem with that one. Yeah, it'll go into the woods behind the stadium. 14 to nothing. GW Long over Houston Academy. We'll take a one-minute break and be back with more action right here on the ball. Celebrating their 40th anniversary, Mark Dunning Industries has two words. Thank you. Thank you to their customers. Thank you to their valued employees. And thank you for your hometown support. Even after all these years, one call takes care of all that garbage. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. Action of Dothan Family appreciates our community for the continued support. If we don't have what you're looking for on our lot, we'll do our best to find it for you. Save $5,750 on the 2020 GMC Terrain. Take advantage of $5,500 off the 2020 GMC Acadia. Shop with us at actionofdothan.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Are you ready for action? Action, Buick GMC. With approved credit, some restrictions apply. See dealer for complete details. 
Welcome back. GW Long leads Houston Academy 14 to nothing early second quarter. Kickoff goes into the end zone. H.A. will begin at the 20. Lance, I'm a jinx in now. This is a clean game. We haven't had a single penalty so far. But <laughs> Other than that five-yard one right there on the – Oh, yeah, excuse me. We just came off of one, didn't yeah. we? Other than that. But it has been. It's been uh, crisp and quick. I'm watching the game. <laughs> That's okay. I think it's the morning. <laughs> First and ten from the 20 for H.A. There was some pre-snap movement. Then yeah, the ball's on the ground. I think uh, GW Long's going to recover it, and they will. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. That looks like um, we don't have a number for 62, but I think that was 62 that came up with it, and that will turn. Oh, yes, we do. Austin Kirshner. Yeah, right. yeah. Austin Kirshner, and it just uh, came out of the running back hand, popped up in the air, on the ground, and the Rebels will have it at the HA 20. That's the one thing that H.A. didn't need. Yeah. Already down 14 to nothing. Give it to G.W. Long deep in their territory, in the red zone, basically. Quick turnaround. Uh, will they take a strike in the end zone or just keep it on the ground? Here's Stringer. He'll turn around. He'll hand to Trevor Morris. Trevor Morris will get met in the backfield and fight forward for a yard, and that's it. Yeah, H.A. did a good job of coming off that backside and catching him before he got into the hole. That was number – looks like number 24, which is uh, – Chapman Andrews. Yep. Yeah, good job. Got him off that backside before he got started. Yeah, and uh, Morris has some speed. You're not going to get him off the backside very often. Well, I think he was trying to be patient to hit the hole. Yep. Second and nine from the 19. Here's Stringer. He's going to fake the chance, and he's going to throw out to Morris. Morris is going to make the first man miss. He'll fall forward to about the 15, maybe the 14-yard line. Goes Trevor Morris on a quick out pass from – from Stringer to Morris. Yeah, Cameron Mitchell had it uh, defensed out there, just not able to bring the tackle down. Looks like they're going to mark it at the 14, so it'll be third and four from the 14. Again, H.A. trying to hold the Rebels out after that turnover. If you're GW long, do you try to run something to the right to set it up if you don't uh, get it to kick a field goal or... Yeah, the ball is on the left hash mark, but they're just going to give it a chance up the middle. He's going to fight forward to the 11. I think it's going to be short. Uh, it looks like he is going to be about a yard short of the first down. I think it's four down territory here. Wait, is there a fumble? There is a fumble. It's recovered by the Raiders. He was fighting forward for that extra yard, and then he was separated from the ball when the pile moved backwards. And, uh, you know, the three plays, and uh, they trade turnovers. Good hustle play by H.A. to Get the ball loose and turn the ball back over. Indeed. So, uh, good, good job by that Raider defense, and that'll give the ball back to the Raiders. Ball at about the 12-yard line. Dodge the bullet there. Looks like Caden uh, Mitchell's going to go under center here. One back in the backfield. He's going to turn around. He's going to hand it right to Ackerman. Ackerman to the 15, maybe the 16-17. Good, good job. He's... Um, Found some running room on that left yeah, side. Yeah, left tackle just off there, and he'll get to about the 17-yard line. Gain of about uh, six. It'll be second and four. Yeah, you take another one of those, and you got a first down. That's right. First time we've seen Caden Mitchell under center tonight. We'll see if they keep up with that. They are. He'll go back under center. Ackerman in the backfield. Strong side left. It's going to be a counterplay to the other side as Ackerman will get to the 20, and that's it. It'll be a couple of yards short. Looked like he had some room when he first got to the line of scrimmage, but they closed that hole pretty quickly on the GW long side. 
Third and two from the 20. You'd really like to – maybe you're not going to march 88 yards, but you'd certainly like to get the ball out of the shadow of your own goal line. Yeah, because I don't think they've picked up a first down yet. No, they have not. Caden Mitchell under center. Strong side right this time. This time they'll go on the other side. It's Ackerman. He'll get the first down to the 28, 29-yard line, and they will move the center. Yeah, good running. Just tough running football right there. They just bowed up and went man-to-man with that offensive line, picked up the first down. They will mark it to the 29. The chains will move. The clock will move. 8.40 left here in the second quarter. GW Long with a 14 to nothing lead. Basically, they said every lineman put a hat on a defensive guy and opened up a hole, and they did. That's what they're doing. It's going to be the same play over on the right side as it uh, will go for two, maybe three yards. And let's see, that's uh, there's still Ackerman back there. It was Ackerman, you're right. Yeah. They'll mark it at the 32, give him a long three. We'll call it third and a short seven. Well, they're having some success on the ground now. They'll be able to do some play action if they want to, pull yeah. the ball, and let Mitchell either run around the end or look for a pass. They're basically just bunching everybody pretty close together on the line of scrimmage and just handing and giving either off right tackle or off left tackle to Ackerman, and so far it's resulted in a first down. Here's a fake. Here's that play action. Caden Mitchell's being flushed out. He rolls to his right. Now he's just going to try to run. Throws it, and it's caught at the 43-yard line, and he took a lick, but he held on to the ball as J.T. Ackerman. Morris hit him and hit him clean at the 43, but what a great catch. Nice catch. Mitchell did a good job of keeping his eyes downfield. Looked like he was going to run out of bounds with it. He saw Ackerman at the last minute, dipped it in there to him. Nice play and a first down. They'll mark it at the 44. Another first down for the Raiders here. And they started this drive at the 12, so it's already a win on this drive, I think, for H.A., and we'll see what else can happen here. They'll go back to the shotgun as Mitchell takes it, looks to option it. He's going to keep it to 45, to 50, to the 44-yard line of of, uh, G.W. Long goes Caden Mitchell. Yeah, Caden Mitchell did a nice job, Lance. That was meant to go outside with the option, and it wasn't there. They had it uh, stopped on the outside, and he just, you know, took a planted his foot and went inside with the football you got to be impressed, though, with as young as he is, the awareness he has on the field. He kept his eyes up on that pass play. He saw the hole on the inside, even though that's not where the play was designated to go. Did a nice job of picking up good yardage. First and 10 from the GW Long 44. Here's Mitchell under center. This time he'll turn around. He'll hand it to Ackerman. Ackerman tries to find some room. He'll fall forward to the 41, gain of about three. Be second down. Doing a nice job now, just getting a little momentum here on the offensive side of the ball. Indeed, we've we've seen when Mitchell goes under center, usually it's handoff to the left uh, tackle or handoff right tackle, but he did have that uh, one play action pass out of it. Now he'll go back into the shotgun. Trying to keep GW Long off balance a little bit. And they have been. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Here is maybe that's Austin Carpenter as he tries to get – uh, a few more yards, but he'll get to just about the 40, so it'll be third and about five. Yeah, one a lot there as he went on that left side again. G.W. Long did a pretty good job of uh, getting through and uh, stopping him at the line of scrimmage. Third and a long five. They get to go, get on the other side of the uh, G.W. Long 35, and the ball's resting right on the 40 right now. Yeah, but it's four-down territory, so you get half over to more on this first play. Here's Caden Mitchell. He's going to turn around. He's going to hand it to Tristan Wiggum. And Tristan Wiggum's going to be met in the backfield and lose a yard, maybe two. Yeah, that was well defended as they didn't allow him to get outside. 
they had it sealed off on that uh, right side of the defense. Fourth and about uh, seven now, and the offense is staying out there. Well, you've got nothing to lose. It's your last game of the season, and you just stay out there and you can do what you can do. See if they can find some matchup uh, advantages with some uh, tall receivers out here on the right side. Cameron Mitchell's out here. Caden rolls to his right. He's facing some pressure. He rolls back, gives ground, but it's going to be caught at the 31-yard line. Enough for a first down. Finding some room there is Will Pitchford, and it was a great, great throw. Had a lot of zip on it. You're right. As he uh, saw it flash across there, able to hit him right between the two and the one. It'll be a first and ten at the GW Long 30. A methodical drive for the Raiders. Recovered a fumble. GW Long looks like they were going to put this away. Fumbled at the 12, and the Raiders have had the ball for a good four minutes now. From the 30. Here's Caden Mitchell from the shotgun. Going to be a handoff to uh, Ackerman, and he is going to get hauled down for no gain at the 30-yard line. Yeah, he couldn't quite get started to the outside. It looked like there was going to be a little bit of a room for him, but uh, that hole, again, was closed pretty quick by that GW Long defense. A little bit of speed on that defense side of the ball for GW Long. Yeah, well, well disciplined, too. Second and 10 from the 30 now as the Raiders will huddle it up and break it. Plenty of time left on the play clock, 18 seconds now. Three wide to the left and one to the right. Ball on the right hash mark. It's going to be Mitchell. Mitchell looking to throw over the middle. It's caught at the 25 and forward to about the 23 goes Tristan Graham. And that will make it, uh, I think, a, a much more manageable third down here for Houston Academy. Yeah, Mitchell's doing a nice job of coming off his first receiver looking for his secondary receivers. Like I said, he's done a nice job of, of seeing the field. Third and three from the 23. And he's not panicking back there. He's getting a little pressure, but he's staying in there. Yeah, he is. Last two guys he's found, he's found after his first read was not, not there. Here's a runoff right tackle. Forward to the 20, and for a first down, falling forward is J.T. Ackerman. He'll get it. That'll move the chain. Good second effort is your ride as he uh, got hit, but it was able to spin off of it. Yards after uh after hit, that's right. They'll mark it at the 18, first and 10. What an impressive drive for the Raiders. They've really done a nice job. You're right. And they needed this. They needed to answer G.W. Long and, and get back in this game. Uh, G.W. Long received the opening kickoff, so the Raiders can punch this in. They'll get it to start the second half. Who knows what may happen. Here's Caden Mitchell looking to option it. He pitches it to Ackerman. Ackerman tries to cut it up. He'll be hit. Uh, maybe getting a yard on it. Maybe to 17, but that's all. Yeah, it's a little bit of a speed option, but it's not they're not real fast getting it out there. It's a slow development play as Mitchell just kind of turns out there and just comes down the line with the football. There's nobody to fake it to, and he's just looking to pitch off the end. They'll give him two on the play, so the line of scrimmage will be the 16, second and eight. 235 and counting left here in the first half. GW Long leads 14 to nothing, but the Raiders putting together a very impressive drive. Caden Mitchell rolling to his right. Looking to throw. He's going to throw toward the end zone, and it's going to be caught at the four by Cameron Mitchell. The first and goal for the Raiders. Put the ball right on him, Lance. He he's a tall receiver, and he put it right up there in his eyesight where he could see it. The defender never turned around. Very good fishing catch there by Caden Mitchell to Cameron Mitchell. I think maybe they'll mark it right at the five, so it'll be first and goal. And he throws a pretty ball. That's a nice spiral. He does. 
19 as Cameron Mitchell stepped out of bounds there. So it'll be that's what it'll be when they play the snap from under center. Two in the backfield now for the Raiders. It's going to be Ackerman. No, it's going to be Daughtry. Daughtry's going to go forward to about the two, maybe the three. Not much yards there up the middle for Jeb Daughtry. No, you're right. But, you know, picking up what he can, just moving forward. Yeah, they'll mark it. Looks like they'll mark it at the three, we'll call it. Second and goal from right there. Ideally, they'd like to run a couple more plays and punch it in at the end just as the clock is uh, winding down for this first half. 15 seconds on the play clock as they break the huddle here. Again, Cade Mitchell under center, two backs in the backfield. It's going to be Daughtry again. Daughtry's going to try to submarine in, but he's going to be tackled, it looks like, at the one. Yeah, tough yardage. They may have to try to get outside on this play. Roll Mitchell out and give him a run-pass option. It'll be third and goal. 120 and counting here in this first half. They're on this near hash mark, so there's plenty of room to the left side of the formation. They want to roll him out. All right, here we go. Same formation, two in the backfield. Caden Mitchell under center. Going to be a handoff, off right tackle, and I think that's a touchdown for Jeb Daughtry. He's in there, and the Raiders are on the board with an 88-yard drop. Yeah, nice drive, a nice run, capped it off for that run off the left side. Found a hole out there toward the uh, tackle end hole, and... uh, Picks up the touchdown, gets him right back in this football game. Hunter Lisenby now to kick the extra point as he marks off the steps. The snap is good. The hole looks good. The kick is up, and it looks good. And the officials say it is. 55 seconds left to go in this second quarter. GW Long 14, Houston Academy 7. We'll be back in one minute with more action right here on the ball. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. A community is about people. Since 1906, Troy Bank and Trust has enjoyed a proud history and a foundation rooted in serving and helping people throughout our Wiregrass community. Coming soon, Dothan TBNT will be opening its second location in the Circle City to better serve you. Troy Bank and Trust is a proud sponsor of high school football on the ball. And we'd like to wish everyone good luck tonight. Troy Bank and Trust, working every day to become the only bank you'll ever need. Member FDIC. Welcome back to live high school football right here on the ball. Houston Academy drives 88 yards, takes almost eight minutes off the clock. Less than a minute to go in the second quarter. Looks like H.A. may be lining up for an onside kick. Let's see what happens here. It's a very high sky kick, and it's going to angle out of bounds. And so H.A. will have the ball either at the 35 or where it went out of bounds. Or they could ask him to kick it again. I'm not sure that's what he meant to do. But, Lance, a few minutes ago, UW Long has the ball at the Houston Academy 20, looking to go up 21 to nothing. Houston Academy gets the turnover, drives down the field on that 88-yard drive. 
And now all of a sudden it's 14 to 7, and Houston Academy's right back in this thing. Isn't that something? It was, uh, again, as we said, a very impressive drive. I think GW Long is going to ask AJ to kick this again. Yeah, I think I would too, because I think that changes their mindset a little bit too. With 55 seconds, if, you kick, if they had kicked it deep to them, I think they may have just run out of the clock. But now make them kick it again and see what you can do. So they'll back them up uh, five yards to the 35. That's where H.A. will re-kick here, and we'll see if that changes the strategy. It looked like it was supposed to be just a pooch kick. Yeah, he's going to pop it up. He didn't mean to kick yeah. it out of bounds, I don't think. No, but I think he just got uh, kind of too high up on the ball. Looks like he may be lining up to try to do the same thing. Marking off his steps. He's angling toward the sideline. Here we go. And this one is a squib kick. It's going to hop, hit a rebel at the 35, bounces to another one at the 30. Looks like it is Morris, and he'll fall at the 45, 47 seconds. And I think that does change your mindset if you're Coach Scott Horn. you got yeah. it at the 45-yard line. You see what you can do on first down. If you can pop one or get some good yardage, then I think you just, uh, from then on, you try to drive it in for points. And it appears, that, at least from what we were able to see in a couple of extra points, the kicker, Tanner Patton, has pretty lively leg. So the line of scrimmage is the 45. All three timeouts for GW Long as well. 46 seconds showing on the clock. We'll see what happens here. Kobe Stringer gets the play, looks at his wristband. He's in the shotgun next to Jackson Chancy. He drops straight back, looking to throw. He's got time. He's going to chuck it as far as he can, looking for Morris. Who can't haul it down as a 15? It'll fall in complete second and Yeah, he had two H.A. defenders back there. Morris kind of misjudged it yeah. a little bit, too, as he let it get over his head. Yeah, that was almost like uh, trying to catch up with a fastball there. Right. Morris jumped when the ball was already past him. He may have lost it in the light. To G.W. Long, you may try a draw play or something uh-huh. just to see if you can break it a little bit and then go back to passing. Second and 10. Or a screen pass. If you got a screen pass in your package, it's a good time to try to run it. 37.7 seconds showing here in the second quarter. Here's Stringer from the shotgun. Drops straight back. Rolls to his right. Looking, looking, throwing. Short. Is it caught? Is it caught at yeah, the 33? They're going to say it is caught. That is uh, Hunter Whitehead. They're going to say caught it at the 37-yard line. That was a low throw. First down, I'm sorry, the 33-yard line. They'll move the chains 25.8 seconds showing. they got three timeouts. I'm not sure why they're rushing up to the ball and don't just call a timeout. Yeah, I don't know that they'll – well, they, they conceivably could use all three, I guess, in the last 25 seconds. But here's Stringer from the 33. He's pressured. He rolls to his left. Looking, looking, looking. He's going to run out of – no, he's going to stop and complete to the 29-yard line to uh, Trevor Morris, and now they'll stop. Yeah, they're going to have to throw it. Yeah, that was just a uh, timeout. Timeout now. That was about a 13-second play right there. And uh, Yeah, I was about to say, those plays are taking a long time because he's rolling out. Yeah. So the line of scrimmage is the 29. That was only a gain, all that, uh, 13 seconds for about two and a half yards. And – now you may be down to just a couple of plays. Yeah, I think you're right. They got the timeout, so if they can stop it a couple more times, but uh, you're right. If if they're spending about eight seconds per play, two plays at the most. There's some speed uh, from uh, these GW long wideouts. We know that, um, but as far as height, uh, we don't really see uh, a jump ball really 
possibility here. There's no Seth Williams no. roaming the sidelines there that we can tell, but certainly there is some speed, and uh, Kobe Stringer has the ability to, to make uh, some stuff happen there at the quarterback position as well. Yeah, he's, he got, he's got to stay in the pocket and not roll out if he can and, and let the play develop. So it'll be 13 seconds left when they snap this one again, uh, second and about seven on the HA-29. The Rebels lead the Raiders 13, uh, 14 to seven, looking to try to capitalize right here at the end of the half. Stringer drops back, a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. He's just gonna throw it away and will that be a flag? Yeah, that, that, there was no receiver in the area. There was a couple of linemen. Don't see a flag, but there, there was no, well, Maybe maybe Trevor Morris was in the he was in the zip code maybe maybe so no flag six point six seconds now so that play took exactly six point six seconds so we'll see if they're able to get more they're gonna try a field goal all right they are they're bringing Tanner Patton in the line of scrimmage a forty six yard field goal attempt yeah he'll put it to tee down at the thirty six so this will be a forty six yard field goal attempt for Tanner Patton from the left hash. Six seconds on the play clock. Here it is. High snap. Hold. That's a good leg on it. Is he going to go in or is he going to be wide? It is wide left. He had the distance. He just was wide with it. Wide left as it was uh, certainly long enough. It's a little bit of a high snap, too. May have thrown him off. Yeah. Still impressive. Uh, It was. Nonetheless, two seconds left for uh, H.A. I'm assuming they'll run this one into the pile and go into the locker room. Yeah, they get the ball to start the second half. You just take a knee and you go in the locker room. Ball still resting on the 29. They can run the offense out there. They'll huddle up. Uh, because it was a missed field goal, the rule is the ball goes to the, the 20. 20. So, yeah, they were getting ready to run that play, and the officials remembered that, moved the ball to the 20. Nonetheless, they're still going to probably just down it. Caden Mitchell from the shotgun. He'll turn. He'll handle hand Ackerman. Ackerman will run to the pile for about two yards. That is how the first half will end. It's uh, been a good one. Cleanly played. Brisk. A uh, quick pace. And it looked like uh, GW Long may run H.A. out, but a turnover and a long drive, and this is a one-possession game as we go into the locker room here at halftime. G.W. Long leads Houston Academy 14-7. to We will take a three-minute break. When we come back, we'll talk about that first half right here on the ball. Hello, this is Boyd Clark from DSI Security Services. My grandfather started our business with a handshake in 1969, right here in Dothan, Alabama. Since our humble beginning, we have grown to service clients throughout the United States. We employ over 4,000 security professionals and provide all types of security solutions. From a security officer for your business to integration for your home, we have you covered. DSI is a proud supporter of high school sports in our local community. For more info, go to DSISecurity.com. Alabama license number 102. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. 
Plumbing and electrical issues in your home are common occurrences. From leaky faucets, stopped up drains, to faulty wiring, your next step should be to call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Open 24-7 for daily repair or emergency after-hour situations. You can rest assured you'll receive the most experienced and best warranty in the industry. Count on the professionals at Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Make the right call today. 793-2090. Vincent Plumbing and Electric. In Southeast Alabama, we know the Wiregrass Way means just enough isn't enough. Nowhere is that more evident than when we see a need arise or a great cause to support. That's why Wiregrass Electric Cooperative members graciously support Operation Roundup. By voluntarily rounding up their monthly power bills, WEC members bolster rural medical clinics, schools, and many other causes. Wiregrass Electric thanks its members for participating in Operation Roundup. All-In Credit Union, your trusted financial partner, can also help you protect your assets with low-cost insurance. With over 40 carriers, we have the tools to find the right coverage to fit your needs. Call 866-397-6609 for your free quote and see how All-In services can save you money on home, auto, life, or business insurance. Protecting your most valuable assets and making sure you have the affordable plan you need is important to us. Visit AllInCU.com to learn more. Hug and Molly's Restaurant in downtown Abbeville is serving up cool treats from an old-fashioned soda fountain, plus a delicious variety of fan favorites for lunch and dinner. So go see them for good food, plus a trip down memory lane, thanks to their nostalgic memorabilia and decor. Open for dine-in or takeout, 11 to 2, Monday through Saturday, and 5 to 8 on Friday and Saturday nights. Huggin' Molly's, 129 Kirkland Street, Abbeville. Like them on Facebook or go to hugginmollys.com to find out their new menu items. We are at halftime here in Skipperville, Alabama. GW Long leads Houston Academy 14-7. Maybe a little bit surprised if you are just tuning in. Maybe a little bit surprised to, to everyone. Here is the scoring summary from the first half. Trevor Morris scored early in the first quarter for GW Long on a six-yard run. That made it 7 to nothing. 8.51 left to go in the first quarter. Early in the second quarter, Jackson Chansey from five yards out scores to make it 14 to nothing. It looked like the route was on. As a matter of fact, Houston Academy turned it over on its next possession at its own 20, but three plays later, GW Long turned it over. Houston Academy takes over at the 12, takes about eight minutes off the clock, and scores on a Jeff Daughtry one yard touchdown run with 55 seconds left. That made it 14 to seven, a 46 yard field goal. At the end of the first half by Tanner Patton for GW Long was just to the left. And that is your scoring summary. And, and Mark Stewart, I, I don't know that we were expecting this. Yeah, I don't think so. And it looked like, as you said, that GW Long was just sailing right along, about to put it in to go 21 to nothing. They turned the ball over on their 12 yard line, an 88 yard drive later. It's 14 to 7. But Lance, you're seeing a confident HA team. You've been seeing it over the last few weeks. The Wicksburg game, they they hung in there and hung in there and got a lead, ended up losing it, but they played them really tough and an opponent that, you know, we felt like that they would uh, beat them pretty bad. Then they came up last week, beat New Brockton. You can, but you can just tell this team's getting more confident as, as, as the season rolls along. Now, this is the last game, but it's something they certainly can carry over into the to next year, into spring practice, hopefully and into next year, but uh, you can see where they're building and building the confidence. On that 88-yard drive, Mark, there were, I don't know, 
three, maybe maybe more, but at least three plays that that would not have been executed successfully early on in the season, but were on this drive because you can see the team growing up. Uh, Cade Mitchell making a play on fourth and eight to keep the drive alive. Uh, just the fact that the receivers were able to get open and kind of understand that when Mitchell was scrambling, they needed to find an open spot and some of those things we just would not have seen earlier. This yeah, Kate Mitchell has got good vision. He sees the field very well. He sees the secondary receivers. He doesn't take a lot of unnecessary chances with the football. And uh, he's just, you've seen him being comfortable back there. Again, he's an eighth grader. So uh, you're going to see him continue to grow. And he's going to be a lot of fun to watch in years to come. The other thing, Lance, is early in the season he was rotating in and out. And uh, now he's not. He's, he's pretty much his job. And so uh, he knows that he's going to be out there every series. And I think that helps a lot as well to know that he's going to be out there and he's going to be leading the offense. Meanwhile, on the other side, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there were only four possessions for GW Long. I think they had one punt. They had the turnover and the two scores. So it's not like they just completely got bogged down, but they did score pretty easily on the first first couple of possessions and then – uh, maybe not. Uh, they had one that didn't go so well, but at at the same time, I don't think it's something that Scott Horn says. My goodness, what's happened to our offense? No, no, he doesn't. But you got to look at it this way, though, Lance. They lost last week to Abbeville. They have yeah. not been real crisp here tonight. The first two drives, yes, maybe, but since then they've not been real crisp. So I don't know if there's concern or not in Scott Horn's mind. He's looking in the playoffs. They're looking to make a deep run, and so. Uh, they're not really playing their best ball right now or haven't up until this part of the game. Indeed. And speaking of which, let me go ahead and tell you, there are some playoff spots in Class 2A involving Wiregrass teams that are not set in stone yet, but some are, including GW Long. GW Long will be the number two seed from Region 2. They will host Luverne, the number three seed from Region 3, next Friday night. I don't know if maybe Scott Horn thinks they're looking ahead to that game. I'm sure he'll be trying to. But that's, that's not an easy contest. No, Luverne's not. always a good football team. I'm not sure why they're third in that region, but uh, that, that's not an easy game to have to start with. No, there are no easy ones practically for uh, for our Wiregrass teams here. Geneva County is a good ball team and still has to travel in the first round to Highland Homes, I believe. Yeah, the number three seed in Region 2, Geneva County, goes to the number two seed in Region Two, Island Home. We know that matchup. Ayrton, which is a pretty good football team, ends up squeaking into the playoffs as the number four seed in Region Two. They'll travel to Isabella, the number one seed in Region Three, and the number one seed in Region Two, Abbeville, will host Thorsby on Friday night. And we wish our two A teams well. Let me go ahead and give you what we also know some other Wiregrass teams as well. In Class 1A, Florala, the number three seed in Region 1 will travel to Notasolga, the number two seed in Region 4. Samson, the number four seed in Region 1, will travel to Maplesville. That's going to be a tough trip. That's a tough trip, you're right. Notasolga is not going to be easy either. No, um, and Maplesville is the number one seed in Region 4. 3A, there's still some spots to be decided. But we do know that Providence will travel to Montgomery Academy next week. Providence gets in as the number four seed in Region 2. 
Montgomery Academy, the number one seed to reach three. That's the game we are scheduled to bring you right here on the ball a week from tonight. And Providence has been off the last two weeks, not because they want to be, but they, they had some COVID issues. They'll be back ready to go next week. And, and I think in their minds anyway, they feel like that's a winnable game up in Montgomery, that they can go up to Montgomery Academy and compete well. They'll certainly go in as healthy as they've been all year with this, this uh, time off they've had. Indeed. Wicksburg, the number three seed in Region 2, will travel to Thomasville, the number two seed in Region 3. and That's uh, a long trip over there, yeah. so that's going to be part yeah. of that equation for Wicksburg. And Wicksburg and Rehoboth are playing right now. As a matter of fact, Rehoboth, last score we had was leading Wicksburg 7-6. to six in the first half. Up is the number two seed in Region 2. They will host Greensboro, the number three seed in Region 3. And there are some other 3A matchups that have not been decided yet. In Class 4A, Geneva, the number four seed in Region 2, will travel to uh, American Christian, the number one seed in Region 3 up there in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, that's a tough trip. That's a long trip, and that's, that's a tough team up there. They're a very good football team. They sure are. Uh, Dale County, the number three seed in Region 2, will make a, a long trip as well. They'll travel to Centerville to play Bid County, the number two seed in Region 3. Those are your 4A schools. In Class 5A, uh, Rehoboth, the number four seed in Region 2, will travel to Demopolis, the number one seed in Region 3, another long drive. For Rehoboth, Carroll, who hasn't played in a while due to COVID, the number three seed in Region 2 will travel to Selma, the number two seed in Region 3. In Andalusia, the number two seed in Region 2 will host Marbury in Class 5A. No schools in Class 6A and then in 7A, Enterprise, the number four seed in Region 2, coming off a big win last week against Auburn, will travel to play Theodore. So that's a tough game there as well. Yeah, that that will be tough. And uh, that's 7A, so... um, I think those games are set to be played next week. Sometimes the 7As take well, a week off. Well, I think that – I may be wrong, but I thought some of the higher seats were getting a, a week off and the, some of the lower seats, but I don't know how that works. I'm, so, not sure. I'm not sure. I thought I saw where Auburn would have a week off before they had to, to get into action, but I'm not sure about that. That, that may be. The, certainly the Enterprise game is there's, scheduled for There's less teams in that 7A, so yeah. if, if, they, if they don't stagger it a little bit, then they'll finish the, a, a full week, week before the play the the championship game. Yep. Uh, yep. If you're Providence, I think you're glad that you just don't have to make that trip to uh, Gordo. Because <laughs> I think we all. Yeah. <laughs> as well as we are too. You're right. <laughs> if I'm looking at the seven A bracket right, the extra week is built in before the championship game. So you'd make it week by week to the semifinals. Then you would take a week off. Okay. And play the championship game uh, the first. Where's the other regions or the other classifications, one through six, you can't do that because you've got more teams. And, you know, obviously we've seen some games that have been postponed, canceled, whatever, uh, due to COVID. In the playoffs, there is no room for these games to be rescheduled. So, unfortunately, if you you have to not play due to COVID, that's just a forfeit for the game. You're right. That's right. So those are your matchups. We are at halftime here. The Houston Academy Band has entertained the crowd here. And we will take a three-minute break. When we come back, we'll talk to you right after this. 
voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2020, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to Alabama, Florida, and Georgia for almost 30 years. Harris Security is a locally owned security company dedicated to developing secure solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residents, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit them at harrissecurity.com to assist you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. From humble beginnings and 40 years later, Mark Dunning Industries has grown their business to operating in nine states, building their business on same-day service, no hidden fees, and you don't get pushed off to a switchboard. Even after all these years, one call takes care of all that garbage. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. Action of Dothan Family appreciates our community for the continued support. If we don't have what you're looking for on our lot, we'll do our best to find it for you. Drive away today in a 2020 GMC Sierra 1500 and save up to $6,000. Save up to $4,500 on the new 2020 GMC Canyon. Shop with us at actionofdothan.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Are you ready for action? GMC. With approved credit, some restrictions apply. See dealer for complete details. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aww. Okay, I'm out. Help. Nice doggy. Oh, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. A community is about people. Since 1906, Troy Bank & Trust has enjoyed a proud history and a foundation rooted in serving and helping people throughout our Wiregrass community. Coming soon, Dothan TBNT will be opening its second location in the Circle City to better serve you. Troy Bank & Trust is a proud sponsor of high school football on the ball. And we'd like to wish everyone good luck tonight. Troy Bank & Trust, working every day to become the only bank you'll ever need. Member FDIC. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-D-Q, Dothan. Welcome back. We're still at halftime. GW Long 14, Houston Academy 7. Light night as we end the regular season here in the Wiregrass for high school football. There are a few games going on around the area, though, Mark. Yeah, McGill Tulin is taking on Dothan as Dothan made the long trip over there to Mobile. McGill Tulin leading 27-7 at the half. A little bit of surprise score. Geneva County up on Slocum. Slocum, of course, is the region champ in uh, 3A Region 2. They are trailing Geneva County 13-8, to and I believe that game is at Slocum. But as Slocum has proven over the last two weeks, they're their second-half team. That's true. Enterprise and Navarro are tied at seven. That's showing still in the first quarter. It's got to be further along than that. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, and Macon East leads Abbeville Christian 21-13. to Last score we had there in the second quarter. And as we said, it is a, uh, a very uh, kind of a – Light night in the Wiregrass. Uh, Early County 
apparently is all over Berrien, 42 to 13 over there at the half. My goodness, uh, that's a lot of points. I think they're probably taking it out on them after Fitzgerald took it out on them last week. Pike Lib and Monroe, last score we had there into the first quarter, 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, so if we have any others, and again, we told you earlier, I'm sorry, now we have Pike Lib 7, Monroe 6 at the half. And as we said earlier, Rehoboth was up on Wicksburg 7-6 to six in the second quarter. So uh, light night here. We'll be ready for playoff action next week. Can't wait to bring you uh, Providence Christian and Montgomery Academy there from Montgomery Academy. We will take a three-minute break. When we come back, we've got some stuff going on tomorrow in college football that will knock around, and then we'll be ready for third-quarter action right here on the ball. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Plumbing and electrical issues in your home are common occurrences. From leaky faucets, stopped up drains to faulty wiring, your next step should be to call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Open 24-7 for daily repair or emergency after-hour situations. You can rest assured you'll receive the most experienced and best warranty in the industry. Count on the professionals at Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Make the right call today. 793-2090. Vincent Plumbing and Electric. For our members. drive through windows, mobile app, wiregrass.coop. For our employees. Staggered arrival times, working remotely, social distancing. For our families. Clean offices, clean kiosks, bill assistance. During our current challenges, Wiregrass Electric Cooperative wants its members, its employees, and their families to know WEC is helping in many ways. We are here and we are answering the call because just enough isn't enough. That's the Wiregrass way. All in Credit Union, your trusted financial partner, can also help you protect your assets with low-cost insurance. With over 40 carriers, we have the tools to find the right coverage to fit your needs. Call 866-397-6609 for your free quote and see how All In services can save you money on home, auto, life, or business insurance. Protecting your most valuable assets and making sure you have the affordable plan you need is important to us. Visit allincu.com. To learn more. Hug and Molly's restaurant in downtown Abbeville is serving up cool treats from an old-fashioned soda fountain, plus a delicious variety of fan favorites for lunch and dinner. So go see them for good food, plus a trip down memory lane, thanks to their nostalgic memorabilia and decor. Open for dine-in or takeout, 11 to 2, Monday through Saturday, and 5 to 8 on Friday and Saturday nights. Hug and Molly's, 129 Kirkland Street, Abbeville. Like them on Facebook or go to HugandMolly's.com to find out the their new menu items. Harris Security Systems is the Wiregrass's largest independent and locally owned security company for almost 30 years. To stay number one, Harris Security Systems employs the best local people to ensure your personal property and business is secure day and night. Give their customer service friendly sales and technical team a call consisting of Brian Hatton, Steve McLean, and Charlie Powell. Call 334-794-0079. That's Harris Security Systems serving Alabama, Georgia, and the Florida Panhandle. 334-794-0079. 
Welcome back to Skipperville, Alabama. GW Longport team, Houston Academy 7 at the half. Just a few minutes left in this halftime before we're ready for the third quarter. Tomorrow, around college football, one of the marquee games will be that CBS 230 game between Auburn and LSU. Not necessarily, Mark, what we're used to seeing because both teams are highly ranked. Neither are, but... Weird things happen when these two get together. It really uh, does. It's uh, full moon tomorrow. It's Halloween. <laughs> Games being played at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Weird, weird things could happen tomorrow. And I honestly don't know if you try to handicap this game and predict it, which team we'll see from either squad. Yeah, I don't think you can. You're right. The LSU really bounced back last week and had a really good game against South Carolina. Auburn, you know, kind of muddled through again. Mm-hmm. Some say got some help from the officials, maybe did, maybe not. But, uh, you know, they've they really not hit their stride yet. But uh, they, they found a running back, I think, that, yeah. that's going to be really good. And uh, so uh, you just never know. You, you don't know if there's going to be a Billy Cannon that runs one a long way or or what there is that's going to go. I mean, maybe a, a fire could break out or you never know. Could be an earthquake uh, recorded yeah. at the end of the game. All that's possible. But, uh, again, oh, it seems like we, we sound like a broken record, but there's a lot of pressure on uh, Gus Malzahn. And not as much on Ed Orgeron, e- even though the natives can get very restless in Baton Rouge very quickly, but they are the defending national champions. So I do believe he has some wiggle room there. They just haven't looked very good this year. Yeah, they really hadn't. Uh, they've struggled both offensively and defensively. Uh, like I said, they looked the best they've looked last week against South Carolina. They had some time off to get some things fixed, maybe. So uh, maybe they're starting to hit their stride. Uh, but but you're right, it's a it's not a normal year. So I think the the coaches are going to be given a little more wiggle room this year than in normal years. Indeed. Uh, so that game's 2:30 CBS Alabama, 30 and a half point favorite over Mississippi State. Mississippi State is part of the reason there's some angst around Baton Rouge because Mississippi State threw for 623 yards on LSU to start the season. Haven't really cracked the end zone much at all since then. Uh, so that's the reason they're a big underdog going into this game. And Alabama's having to learn how to play without Jalen Waddle. Yeah, they are. And that's a big injury last week that you hated to see that. But they still got a ton of weapons on that offensive side. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what Saban does as far as the defense goes. Is he going to drop eight back like seems to be the formula to beat Mississippi State or at least to shut them down? Or is he going to try to play the traditional defense and just uh, play him head up? Uh, but uh, either way, I don't think that Mississippi State will hang around too long in that game. It's not expected anyway, and that is an evening kickoff for Alabama and Mississippi State in Tuscaloosa. Up in Jonesboro, Arkansas, Troy uh, got a, may have a shootout on his hands. Coming off a tough loss to Georgia State, now they've got to go to a high-scoring Arkansas State team but one that also gives up a bunch of points. I, I, I expect to see a whole lot of points in that game, Mark. Yeah, maybe who has the ball last. And, you know, Arkansas State, interestingly, they, they rotate quarterbacks yep. every series, and that doesn't seem to slow them down at all as they scored a lot of points this year. Troy didn't play so well last week against Georgia State. However, again, the officiating played a role in that. I thought yeah. for sure they had that onside kick, and then they came back and reversed that. But nonetheless, you should not allow yourself to get in that situation where you got to rely on that. But, uh, you know, it looks like, you know, Troy's going to have their second-string quarterback, I guess. I don't know. I haven't heard about I haven't uh, heard either uh, about the status of Gunnar Watson. I don't know. Jacob Free had his moments in there. He 
You know, uh, well, it's a lot easier when you know through the week you're going to start right. than coming off that bench like he did last week. He did a yeoman's job, uh, had some turnovers, but uh, I was listening to the uh, Chip Lindsey show Thursday night, and he said, you know, we've got to clean up the turnovers and the penalties, and and if we can do that or they can do that, then uh, uh, they've got a chance. Mid-afternoon kick, you can listen to that game right here on the ball. I guess the big college football story that uh, – that broke last night, Mark, or at least it became public, that uh, Trevor Lawrence, the Clemson quarterback, had tested positive for COVID. He's out for tomorrow. They think he may be able to squeeze in under the isolation window just in time for the big matchup next week against Notre Dame, but I don't know how much preparation time he'll have. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, uh, the good thing is he's an experienced quarterback, Yeah, and uh, this is his third year starting, so he shouldn't need a lot of prep time as far as on the field. It's going to be more just uh, mental uh, getting ready for that game. But uh, you see a big difference in the ACC and the way they bring them back. The Big Ten, I think you have to sit out 21 days. 21 days. When you get uh, uh, come down with it. So, I don't know, it's tough. But uh, he, he should be back for that Notre Dame game. Already a cancellation of the Big Ten. And there's no wiggle room for that game the, between Wisconsin and Nebraska. That's just a game that won't happen because uh, of that 21-day isolation that Wisconsin may not play the next week as well. We'll just have to see. We'll see Florida tomorrow. Speaking of COVID and isolation, it seems like we haven't seen Florida in forever. They've got a game against Missouri coming up tomorrow. Should be a good one. That, Missouri's a scary team. It is. Uh, you know, that's one of those teams you can't play around with. We're ready for second quarter action right here. GW Long picks off the Houston Academy. Houston Academy will field this kick. At the 10, they'll drop it and pick it back up. So Ackerman's going to be tackled about the 12. So A-12 is not a bad starting field position for Houston Academy. Uh, no, <laughs> one drive came from the 12-yard line. You're exactly right. It went all the way in from there. Okay. I guess if you're playing a numbers game, yeah. you started the 12 last time. Your quarterback's number 12, so maybe it's in the cards. It all adds up. Uh, it, it certainly for that drive, it looks like uh, – Houston Academy had found some things that worked. Uh, Caden Mitchell went under center for several snaps in that drive and was able to give it to Ackerman off left tackle, off right tackle for enough yards to keep some options open later on. So this time he'll start from the shotgun. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Here is an end around to Pitchford. Pitchford's going to turn it up, get to the 20, get to the 24-yard line. The fumble. There's a fumble. Who's got it? The Rebels say they've got it. And they do. G.W. Long on the first play of the third quarter turns over Houston Academy. They've got the ball at the Raider 23. Wow. Yeah, it was a good run. As he did a nice job of not stringing it out. He cut it up in that lane and trying to get up extra yards. You can't fault him there. Put the ball on the ground. You turn to the ball over to G.W. Long. Indeed. Houston Academy has uh, stood up big and under the situation before with a turnover deep inside their own territory. They took it right back. Will that be the case this time? Kobe Stringer's your quarterback for the Raiders. First and 10 from the 23. Stringer on an end around to Morris. Looks like Morris to the 15. Morris gets by into the end zone on the end around. Trevor Morris. First play. Touchdown, Rebels. Yeah, he shot through that gap, and there was a crease, and he was gone. Same play that Houston Academy ran that they, they fumbled on. As he just came around, took the ball from the – coming around from the end position, turned it up, and – Nobody touched him to got the end zone. 23-yard touchdown run for Trevor Morris on G.W. Long's first play. Hatton now the extra point. Low snap. Kick is up, and it is good. 
11.35 here to go in the third quarter. GW Long on the board quick, 21-7. to We'll be back with more action right here on the ball. At MD Eyewear, proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. They're locally owned and family operated, but they're also a major player in the national solid waste and recycling industry. A lot of people over the past 40 years have realized one call takes care of all that garbage. MarkDunning.com on Facebook and Insta. At MD Action of Dothan Family appreciates our community for the continued support. If we don't have what you're looking for on our lot, we'll do our best to find it for you. Experience the Encore GX and save up to $3,250. Drive away today on a 2020 Buick Envision and save $4,750. Shop with us at actionofdothan.com. Experience the new Buick. Are you ready for action? Action GMC. With approved credit, some restrictions apply. See dealer for complete details. All right, welcome back. Tanner Patton's kickoff goes into the end zone. Uh, Houston Academy will begin at the 20, now trailing 21 to 7 to long, scoring on the first play. Yeah, last time Houston Academy saw themselves down by 14, they were able to answer that. Need to get a drive going here. Here's Caden Mitchell, he's going to drop straight back. He's got some pressure. He's going to run up the middle. He's got room, the 25, the 30, and he'll fall to the 34-yard line. Caden Mitchell, that'll give the Raiders a first down. Yeah, well-designed play as all four of the receivers just ran deep routes. The GW Long defenders had their back to the uh, uh, quarterback, and then uh, Mitchell was able to do the quarterback uh, draw. Once he got past the line of scrimmage, he had plenty of running room. They'll mark it at the 33, first and 10 for the Raiders, and I don't know if that was a design draw or not, but as soon as Cade Mitchell felt some pressure there, uh, there was a uh, Red Sea parted there for him, and he was able to get good yards. Now he'll throw again, looking over the middle. There's nothing there. Now he's going to get hauled down at the 20-yard line. Whistle blows. Three Rebels corral him all the way back for a loss of more than 10. Yeah, that was a coverage sack, though, Lance. He had some time back there. It just uh, broke down on him. That's one of those he's going to have to just uh, uh, sprint out and try to get what he can scrambling with the football. Typically, uh, Mitchell's been able to avoid that rush, but one was rushing straight ahead and the other two came from the other directions, and there's just nowhere for him to go. They'll mark well, it at the 22. When you have a rush coming straight at you, that's the hardest rush for a quarterback to get out of, and it's hard for him to see downfield when that's coming. Second and 22 from the 22. Six seconds on the play clock. Five, four. Here is Mitchell. He's going to roll to his right and look to run. There's nothing there. He's going to be angled out of bounds for no gain on the play. Yeah, that was an option play they ran a couple times in the first half. Again, it's just a slow development play as uh, he gets out there and you do the short, choppy steps, but nobody would really come to him. They strung it out, and when they did, they were able to stop the play even with the pitch. So that brings up third and very long. Maybe they'll give him a yard on it. We'll call it third and 21. And I don't know how frisky you get here. You're already down two scores. Last play, last game of the season. Yeah, but but I think you also got to be smart, too. I think you you try to run something, maybe a draw play or something like that, you make it break. But I don't think you get uh, too crazy. And now they may have to call a timeout. They just took too long to get out of the huddle there. So they'll end up calling the timeout here. We'll take it with them. Take a one-minute break. Be back with more action right here on the ball. 
Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. A community is about people. Since 1906, Troy Bank & Trust has enjoyed a proud history and a foundation rooted in serving and helping people throughout our Wiregrass community. Coming soon, Dothan TBNT will be opening its second location in the Circle City to better serve you. Troy Bank & Trust is a proud sponsor of high school football on the ball. And we'd like to wish everyone good luck tonight. Troy Bank & Trust, working every day to become the only bank you'll ever need. Member FDIC. Welcome back. Third and 21 for A.J. from the 23. Cade Mitchell rolls to his left. He's going to have to run. He gets to the 20, the 32-yard line, and that's about it. Well short of the first down, it will force the punt. Yeah, I think that was a design run to his left. As they spread everybody out, he pulled it down in that shotgun formation and immediately came down to this left side of the line, picked up some yardage, gives some room to punt it out. Lizenby coming in to punt for H.J. Looks like Stringer will go back to receive this, or is that Morris? It's Stringer. He'll be standing at about his own 37-yard line. Here's the punt from Lizenby. The snap, a little, that's right on. And it's a good kick. It's going to force Stringer back. And again, it takes a bounce at the 30, and he'll let it die right there. That's where G.W. Long will take over on this possession. Yeah, if you're G.W. Long, you want to drive this one down and kind of put this game away. Yeah. Go up 28-7 to here in this third quarter. They scored on their only play of the half thus far after a turnover. Gave them the ball to 23. It was Trevor Morris on an end around. Got into the end zone. Now Jackson Chancey's your running back next to Morris here. They'll start at the 29. I get the feeling they're a little more focused in this second half. They spent a lot of time in the locker room. They came out late. Mm -hmm. I think Scott Horn was trying to make some points to them. Yeah, it certainly appears that way. Three wide to the left. The Stringer's the only uh, player in the backfield there. It's going to be an end around to uh, Whitehead. Whitehead turns it up to 35, falls forward, still on his feet, and he loses the ball. Who's got it? It looks like he was going to break Academy. free from the pack, and it is a fumble that is recovered by Houston Academy. I thought he was going for a touchdown. I think he was. Hunter Whitehead had uh, cut it up the middle on an end around, got through a sea of defenders, and sure did look like he was breaking free from the pack when the ball just flew out of his hand. Nice play by Houston Academy to turn him over. It's recovered at the long 45, so just when you think H.A.'s out of it, here they come, first and ten. Both teams with two turnovers here tonight. Caden Mitchell under center, strong side right. Going to turn around and fake it. He rolls to his right, looks to throw. He does. It's caught at the 33-yard line, I believe. Yes, it is. it is. Let's see who held on to that ball. Uh, is that uh, number 25? Let's see. That's uh, Wiggum. No, I'm sorry. It's Charlie Knowles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good play there because he took a lick right when the ball got there, held on to it. Again, a nice job of uh, 
Cade Mitchell seeing yeah. the field as he threw it back across a little bit toward the middle. Exactly a 10-yard gain, first and 10 from the long 35. Mitchell under center again. He'll turn around. He'll roll to his left. He'll throw it in the flats. It's caught at the 30, the 25. It's Wiggum. He tries to back up, so we'll see how far he got where they let him stay his forward. Progress ended at about the 26-yard line. He'll be about a half yard short of the first down. Nice play as Mitchell just let the pressure come to him. Then he dumped it off. It's going to be second down and about, about a yard. yard. Yep, about a yard and lots of options here. Looks Seven. like the Houston Academy wants to come out here and air it out a little bit here in the second half. Yeah. 7.15 left to go here in the third quarter. GW Long leads 21-7. to H.A. driving second and one at the long 26. Here's another pass for Mitchell. He's throwing. It's going to fall over the head of the intended receiver. I believe that's Will Pitchford, and it'll be incomplete. I think he had his brother Cameron Mitchell deep if he wanted him. He was breaking free on that flag route. It kind of fell in between them, so it may, have been, uh, it may have been intended for him. I'm not sure. Over the head of Pitchford and short of Cameron Mitchell. Nonetheless, third in the yard on uh, 6.56 left to go here in the third quarter. And you certainly got two downs to pick up this yard. So right. If you want to throw it again, you've got an opportunity. Here's Mitchell under center. He turns around. This time he will handle it to Ackerman, and Ackerman's going to carry – a couple of long players down to the 16-yard line. Yeah, he had a nice hole as he didn't get hit to the second level, and then he carried them with him, like he said, to pick up more yardage. Gain of about 10. It'll be first and 10 for H.A. at the 16. Nice drive they've got going here. Mixing it up really well. You're starting to get a little bit of what you expect Jamie Riggs wanted this team to look like. Exactly. Here is Mitchell. Mitchell looking, looking, trying to have to keep it himself. There just wasn't anything there. He'll lose a yard as uh, he faked it up the middle and then looked to throw up, uh, looked to try to run the option, but it was well defended. H.A. deep in GW Long territory, and Lance, you're starting to feel a bit of an uneasiness in the crowd and on the yeah. sideline of GW Long. Is H.A. Uh, staying around in this game? They are. Now it's second and 11 from the 17-yard line. We're under the midway point of the third quarter. Here's Caden Mitchell under center. Turns around, hands to Ackerman. Ackerman looking for room. He won't find any hardly. He'll try to get his nose to the 15-yard line, but they'll mark him at about the 16. Yeah, well defended by G.W. Long as they caught him right at the line of scrimmage and dropped him. It'll be third and 10 from the 16. They do have a good field goal kicker in Lisenby. They do. Right now the ball is close to the left hash mark. 19 seconds on the play clock as they break the huddle here. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Ackerman in the backfield next to Cade Mitchell. It's going to be an option. He's going to keep it. The 15, the, the eight-yard line, he falls down to Cade Mitchell. So he'll be about a yard and a half short of the first down, and it'll be fourth down. Yeah, I think that changes your thought process altogether. You go for it here. You're that close. Like we said, it's the last game of the season. You've got nothing to lose. Ball just inside the eight. He'll have to get to about the six for the first down. A little bit slow getting this play. You run your best two-point yeah. conversion play. 
if you can't pick this up. They're going to have to hurry to get this play off. They're huddling, breaking it with 11 seconds left. They are hurrying. Caden Mitchell under center. He'll turn around. He's going to hand it. And it's, I don't think he got it. Yeah, he's failed. Be, uh, let's see, is that Daughtry? Yeah, they tried to hand it straight to Daughtry, and he got submarine just as soon as he got the ball. He falls at about the seven-yard line. There was a hole there, but you're right. He got hit on the side of his leg, yeah. and just enough to bring him down. That drive will stall, and it will be first and 10 for G.W. Long at the eight-yard line. 4.16 left to go here in the third quarter. G.W. Long leads 21-7. to <laughs> Missed opportunity there. It is, but it's still the right decision. You still yep. go for it on fourth down. Oh, absolutely. Try to pick it up. No doubt about that. Jackson Chancey is the running back next to Kobe Stringer, the quarterback for G.W. Long. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Here's some motion. It's going to be Chancey. He's bet in the backfield and hauled down for a loss of two yards. The I believe that was 67? Morris again, or 67? 67. Cade Wiggum? Yeah, Cade Wiggum, I believe, in there. And that, he almost got the Chancey yeah, before he, Chancey got the ball. He was back there about the time he handed it off. You're right. Loss of two. It'll be second and 12 from the six. GW Long looks like they're just going through the motions a little bit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and if you let them hang around, you let H.A. hang around, they'll get right back in this thing. And They've shown been the here for five. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Second and 12. Here's an end around, and it's going to be a haul down again as Trevor Morris will be eventually hauled down. Was there a fumble there again? No, there's a, a late flag. flag. Okay, that was not a ball carrier. That was a, a, a extra blocking that took place yeah. after the play was over, and they think it's going to go on the radio. Oh, yeah, I'm afraid it's going to be on Houston Academy. I think he was the – he retaliated. I don't think he was the started it. Yeah, it's going to be on Houston Academy. I think they saw the retaliation. There was a um, – just, uh, you know, there's, sometimes there's just some extra blocking that takes place after the whistle, and Brantley Rowland for, for GW Long was locked up with a Raider and – I think they're going to say the the Raider may have uh, done a little bit extra, a little bit too late. So that will give G.W. Long a first down at the 25. Now that's a bad penalty on H.A. And the first real penalty of the game. That's right. Had a couple of procedures on special teams, but that's been it. They first, had them backed up. Yep. Here's Stringer looking to throw. He's going to throw over the middle and deep. And it is going to be almost hauled in on a great play inside H.A. territory, yeah, but just incomplete as Trevor Morris uh, made one of those incredible dive attempts at it and couldn't quite haul it in. Yeah, when he first threw it, I thought he had no chance at it, but you're right. When it got down there, it was just off his fingertips. Good one-on-one coverage there for H.A. to uh, make it have to have been dropped in a bucket there for it to be complete. So, second and 10 from the 25. Kobe Stringer now has to play. Nine seconds on the play clock. They're lined up. Here it goes. Going to be an end around to Whitehead. And he's going to be hauled down at the 20-yard line. Play. You're Boy, right. Are they reading that or what? Well, they've seen it all night long. Yeah. And they're starting to pick up on it now. They're keying in on it. Doing a nice job of getting back there. I think that was number uh, – that was 82. That was uh, Jack Waller, the third with the tackle. Lost back to the 21. It'll be second and 14. But they're doing a nice job of just shooting the gap to getting penetration. Now let's see if uh, 
Coach Scott Horn. I'm sorry, third and 14. Let's see if Coach Scott Horn does anything here to try to pick that up. Five seconds on the play clock. Four, three, two, one. At the at the buzzer, it's going to be a little pass out into the flat. To the 30, to the 35, it's Trevor Morris. To the 45-yard line goes Trevor Morris. He'll pick up 24. He only needed 14. Yeah, well-designed play. It was just a throw quick out in the flat. And Morris just took it from there. That may have actually been Dalton Callaway, I believe, number two, was the one that hauled that You're in. right, it is. Yes. Uh, just a great play there. He bounced off a couple of Raiders, got the first down. Big momentum play for G.W. Long. They'll mark it at the 47. Yes, a backbreaker for Houston Academy. You had him backed up. Couldn't hold him. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Jackson Chancy in the backfield next to Kobe Springer. We're, we're late in the third quarter here. G.F.A. Long leads 21-7. to seven. Here's a little pass out, and it's caught at the 37. I think that's Cal- Caraway again. Yeah, it is. It's a little back shoulder throw out there. He stopped and was able to get up, climb the ladder, and got it. He almost beat his man, but he just uh, slipped and fell at the 30. 30- 37-yard line of H.A., first down, and, and Long's looking to run a little tempo here. Now they slow it down as they look to the sideline. Well, I think they want that clock to run as well. Yeah, we're at 138 uh, and counting here in the third quarter. Long leads 21-7 to with the ball in H.A. territory. A little bit of a different formation we haven't seen yet. It's going to be an end-around to Caraway. No, that's Morris to the 20, to the 18-yard line. There he goes. We have seen Morris run that, and he'll get down to about the 18-yard line. Yeah, they had penetration again. They just couldn't get there fast enough to get him before he got around the corner. Chapman ran that a little bit wide. Yeah, Chapman Andrews makes the tackle there for Houston Academy. First and 10 now from the 17. They'll take their time here. No need to hurry up. Two scores, driving as this third quarter winds well, down. They'll be content to let the whole quarter run down for the score. Here is Morris up the middle to about the 11-yard line. He'll get about five or six. It'll be second down. Yeah, they've got H.A. off balance now defensively. They've been able to hit some passes, and now they're running inside and out. Just got to read your keys if you're the H.A. defense. Second and about five from the 10-yard line. Plenty of time on the play clock. Stringer has the play. Takes the snap, turns around, hands to Morris. There's a flag as Morris moves the pile, moves the pile, moves the pile, all the way to about the two, maybe the one-yard line. We'll see what the flag is. Was that a flag or a football that went up in the air? Let's see. I never saw a flag. I That's think. true. It may have been just a football flying on the sideline. On the sideline, somebody threw a football way up in the air. That will be a, a first, uh, let's see, to run the quarter out. Let's see what the down marker says. But I believe it's first and goal. But the down marker over there says third. Uh, we will take a one-minute break here at the end of the third quarter. GW Long up 21-7 to and knocking on the door. We'll be back in one minute right after this. 
Hello, this is Boyd Clark from DSI Security Services. My grandfather started our business with a handshake in 1969, right here in Dothan, Alabama. Since our humble beginning, we have grown to service clients throughout the United States. We employ over 4,000 security professionals and provide all types of security solutions. From a security officer for your business to integration for your home, we have you covered. DSI is a proud supporter of high school sports in our local community. For more info, go to DSISecurity.com. Alabama license number 102. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Start of the fourth quarter here in Skipperville. It's been an entertaining game. GW Long leads Houston Academy 21 to 7, knocking on the door first and goal at about the three yard line. Yeah, and GW Long is starting to just have their wheel now at HA's defense, doing what they want to. They're a physical football team. This was a 14 to 7 game at the half. HA had the ball to start the third quarter, but coughed it up and. Uh, one play later, G.W. Long was in the end zone. Yeah. Seems like uh, just a couple of minutes ago, that was a, a quick moving quarter. As both teams keep it on the ground, they're both moving the chains and uh, very few penalties in the game. First and goal from the three. Morris in the backfield next to Springer. They'll give it to him straight up the middle, and he'll walk into the end zone. Three-yard touchdown run for Trevor Morris, and the – Rebels are up early in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was just right up the middle. He wasn't touched even when he got in the end zone. He's yet to be touched. Second touchdown run of this half and third of the game for Trevor Morris. Tanner, different pogo kicker? No, I think that's still Tanner Patton. Okay. Kick is up, and it is good. Early fourth quarter, G.W. Long puts a uh, touchdown up to kind of put some comfort level in there for the Rebels. 28-7. to We'll be back in one minute with more action right here on the ball. Plumbing and electrical issues in your home are common occurrences. From leaky faucets, stopped up drains, to faulty wiring, your next step should be to call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Open 24-7 for daily repair or emergency after-hour situations. You can rest assured you'll receive the most experienced and best warranty in the industry. Count on the professionals at Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Make the right call today. 793-2090. Vincent Plumbing and Electric. The thump of the bat, the squeak of sneakers, the clash of pads. These are the sounds of local athletic programs at work. But it's more than that. These are also the sounds of leadership development, teamwork, and rewarding experiences for tomorrow's leaders. At Wiregrass Electric Cooperative, just being a power provider isn't enough. We also support the programs that help shape the communities of tomorrow. Just enough isn't enough. That's the Wiregrass way. All right, early fourth quarter. Welcome back. Kickoff goes and it's run back to between the 35 and the 40 yard line. That's where H.A. will begin its first possession of this quarter down 28. Yep, nice return. Looked like he was going to break it. They stepped out of bounds. 
there on that far sideline. They'll mark it at the 38. H.A.'s moved the ball a couple of times. Has one score on the board, but they've really moved it better than that. Had a couple of turnovers. Here's Caden Mitchell. He's looking, looking, throwing over the middle. It is short as Will Pitchford, I think, was the intended receiver, and he ended up uh, not being able to get that one as it fell at his feet. Yeah, that's going to be a tough catch, but that's what you got to do if you're Mitchell. Throwing it back over the middle, keep it low so only your man can get it. Just need to be a little bit higher on that one. Yep, second and 10 from the 38. G.W. Long is playing two safeties, so try not to get beat deep by anything. Cade Mitchell drops back, looking, throwing out the flat. It's intercepted by Hunter Caraway. He's going to go all the way. Yeah, he, he never saw it. That's going to be a 30-yard touchdown return for Hunter Whitehead. That's who it is, and he just, you're right, he never saw him. He threw it sidearm, never saw him standing there. Uh, and it was... Smooth sailing for Whitehead once he hauled it in. There was practically nobody on that side of the field. It was like the third read for Caden yeah. Mitchell, and he thought he was just dropping it into the open receiver out on the flat, but never saw Hunter Whitehead, and that's the easiest return he'll ever have. For yeah. And Mitchell's leaned over there on the sideline thinking, I can't believe I just did that. That's right. Extra point is up, and it is good. There's a flag on the field, but H.A. had an extra player on the field. I'm sure they'll decline that. 35 to 7. And again, that's a, about a 32 yard interception return for Hunter Whitehead to really stretch this lead out now for GW Long. Yeah, if you're Caden Mitchell, though, you got to forget that one. Just come out and keep throwing. Indeed. Uh, you got you to work on those things, and those things are going to happen every once in a while for a very young quarterback. It happens to everybody. Yeah. Experienced quarterbacks do that, but but he just never saw him standing there or coming up, and uh, he sidearmed it, and you're right. He thought he was dumping it off. So now uh, G.W. Long will kick off H.A. again, up 35-7. to few folks leaving now on this chilly night here. Really, this is the first night it's really felt like football. Well, you know why it's cold tonight, don't you? No, tell me. It's a normal gear. It's the first night of the peanut festival. The oh, peanut festival well, always brings cold weather. Well, uh, either that or it should be cold and rainy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're exactly right. Here's the kick from Patton. It goes to the three-yard line. That'll be turned by, I think that's Cameron Mitchell, back by the 27-yard line. And we'll see what H.A. can do now down 35 steps. Now I think you just let it fly. Let, let Caden Mitchell just throw the football. See what you can work That's on. Right. They'll mark it at the 27-yard line. It'll be first and 10. I know it's a 28-point lead, but it certainly doesn't feel like it that. It does, doesn't it? It uh, certainly feels like uh, H.A.'s been in it and just a couple of plays away from being really in it. Here is Mitchell. He rolls to his left, turns around, throws a strike to the 40-yard line of GW Long. It is caught. I think that's Pitchford. I can't quite tell from the far side of the field, but it was a beauty. Oh, it was a beautifully thrown football. He dropped it right in there. Nice spiral. And it only like one receiver out on the route. As he did a play-action fake, rolled out to his left, got his body. But he's shown he can flick a football going to his left very easily. Gain of about uh, 30 yards there for Mitchell. It'll be first and 10 on the GW Long 40. 
early fourth quarter. GW Long leads 35 to 7. Here's a little option. It's going to be a pitch. I think that's Ackerman, and he's going to be hauled down for no gain. Just a little bit. It's, it's a little bit slow developing. Um, yeah, it's just. I don't know. It's it's not worked all night really for him. The one time it did work, Mitchell cut it inside. But it keeps the defense honest. They have to make sure they're guarding against it. They'll lose a yard on that. And they're trying to overload the right side of the field and come back on the left side with a numbers advantage. It just hasn't worked out that way yet. Mitchell under center, second and 11. He's going to turn around. He's going to hand it to Ackerman, and Ackerman's going to have to fight to get back to the line of scrimmage. He'll probably lose another yard. Yeah, there was three GW Long defenders in the backfield waiting on him. Yeah, they'll mark it back at the 43, so it's actually third and 13 here for H.A. Just let Mitchell drop back and see what he can do. He certainly threw a very good ball in the first play of this drive for the 30-yard game. Yeah, hit him right in stride. Yeah. You couldn't ask for a better throw. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Ackerman next to Mitchell here. Mitchell will roll to his right, looking, firing. Intercepted, 40, 35. Here goes G.W. Long inside the 20 to the 19-yard line. That one's picked off by Blaine McDaniel, and it was a great pick because I thought yeah. – I thought uh, Caden Mitchell had his man. McDaniel read it, broke on it, and turned it all the way down to the 19-yard line. Hey, but Lance, what I liked about that, he threw the interception, but he hustled down. He made the tackle because that could have gone for six. Yeah. He didn't let it happen as Mitchell tackled him. They'll mark it at the 18. Again, the defender just stepped in front of it, but you're right. It looked, looked like he had him on the sideline over there. So now, up 35-7, to seven, Kobe Stringer comes in as the Rebels have a drive beginning inside the H.A. red zone. And you, you don't have no choice if you're G.W. Long but to drive this football. you got a lot of time left. And they'll take it to Morris, and they'll give it a chance. He chance he'll fall forward to about the 17, just a gain of about a yard. That's yeah. all. Good defensive play by Houston Academy. Nice job of stopping him in the hole. Be second and nine. What you like if you coach Riggs is your team has not stopped competing out there. No, and you see some promise uh, going forward. Certainly Mitchell, which we mentioned several times, a young quarterback. Now the center for G.W. Long is spotting the ball. I don't know why he just moved it up a yard. But the official let him do it. Here's Stringer from the shotgun. Letting that play clock go all the way down. 8.45 in the fourth quarter. High snap, but it goes to Morris. And Morris tries to cut that end around in, and it won't go anywhere. It'll be no gain on the floor. Nice penetration again by Houston Academy. As you're right, they stop him right there at the line of scrimmage. Bring up third and about eight. Four. I think if he would have kept going outside with that, he may have had a lot more room. He tried to cut it up in. Rehoboth leading Wicksburg 13-6. to They're still in the middle of the third quarter there for that game. All right, here are the Rebels on third and eight. No, actually, that was actually about third and 11. Stringer over the middle. It's going to be short and incomplete at the goal line. 
Looks like Morris may have been the intended receiver there, but it fell short, and it'll be a fourth down, and we'll see Tanner Patton again, I believe. Yeah, it was a deep slant. Patton will attempt a shorter field goal this time. He'll be on the left hash. It looks like they'll spot it at the 25, so a 35-yard field goal for Tanner Patton, who had plenty of leg from 46 earlier, just couldn't quite get it in. This time, from the left hash, the snap, the hold, the kick, plenty high enough. This time it's good. 35-yard field goal, Tanner Patton, 38-7. GW Long, 7.55 left to go in this one. We will take a one-minute break. Be back with more live high school football action right here on the ball. All-in Credit Union, your trusted financial partner, can also help you protect your assets with low-cost insurance. With over 40 carriers, we have the tools to find the right coverage to fit your needs. Call 866-397-6609 for your free quote and see how All-In services can save you money on home, auto, life, or business insurance. Protecting your most valuable assets and making sure you have the affordable plan you need is important to us. Visit allincu.com to learn more. Hug and Molly's Restaurant in downtown Abbeville is serving up cool treats from an old-fashioned soda fountain, plus a delicious variety of fan favorites for lunch and dinner. So go see them for good food, plus a trip down memory lane, thanks to their nostalgic memorabilia and decor. Open for dine-in or takeout, 11 to 2, Monday through Saturday, and 5 to 8 on Friday and Saturday nights. Huggin' Molly's, 129 Kirkland Street, Abbeville. Like them on Facebook or go to hugginmollys.com to find out their new menu items. Welcome back to GW Long High School, 38-7 Rebels lead. Getting ready for the ensuing kickoff after Tanner Patton's 35-yard field goal. We had a um, penalty on H.A. Yeah, they're going to mark that off 15 yards. It was dropped on the far side, and uh, they are marking this off, which would indicate some, some type of personal foul. Uh, we don't know what it was, uh, but nonetheless, now Patton will kick this off from the Raider 45, so he can do anything he wants. Yeah, he put it in the woods. He won't yeah. Yeah. Update on the score. Slocum is taking the lead over Geneva County, 20-13. to 13. Sounds like a good one over there. McGill Tulin still leads Dothan 27-7 in the third quarter. Now we're ready for the kickoff, I believe, as the officials have signaled the ball ready for play. Now they signal the ball not ready for play. There is a stoppage. Yeah, I'm not sure what it's about. Timeout, H.A. And H.A. will call a timeout here, and uh, we'll talk about it. 38-7, uh, to 7, 7.55 left. It was just an odd beginning to this possession yeah. as um, – it looked like G.W. Long was ready to kick off. There was a flag thrown over on the far side of the field. H.A. was already lined up awaiting the kickoff, and I don't know if somebody said something or what, but they marked off a 15-yard penalty on the Raiders, and before they could uh, get the kickoff, H.A. decided to call timeout. It looks like they've called the timeout to get a clarification. They've got all the officials over there hold around. I think that's Coach Riggs over there. And I think he wants an explanation of just exactly what the penalty was. Again, it's been a very, very clean played game. We just had a couple of penalties that 
a couple of going special teams, uh, and then two 15-yard penalties, both uh, against the Raiders, but that's been it. It's been a fast-moving game, too. It has, and now they've I think gotten the explanation. I don't know if they got the explanation they were looking for. Yeah. They got an explanation. And now GW Long will kick this off from the HA 45. Tanner Patton has quite the leg, so he may want to put this one through the uprights. He may want to squib it. We'll see what he decides to do. He decides to squib it. It's going to roll, and it hits the Raider at the 5. Picks it up, and he's going to run it out to the 25, and that's where H.A. will begin. It, it is it is worth mentioning that these two teams traditionally um, have quite the rivalry, whether it's in baseball or basketball or football. So, And it gets chippy at times. It does. I think it. Uh, I, every time I come here, I remember being here when Wade Miller set a national high school home run record uh, for GW Long, and he did it against Houston Academy. Uh, I remember that. That was quite a long time ago, but heck of a thing to be for, uh, be here for. That's going to be a handoff up the middle to Ackerman. He's going to just get to the line of scrimmage at the 25. He'll bring up second and two. Yeah, this may be the premier baseball program in the state, certainly in 2A. I would agree, and um, certainly uh, the coach, Drew Miller, uh, was a a big part of uh, some of that when his dad was coaching back in the mid to late 90s, and now Drew Miller is the assistant principal here at GW Long and uh, guiding uh, GW Long to more state baseball teams. Yeah, they're running out of room on that fence to put those state championship banners. Indeed. Second and ten. Here's Cade Mitchell under center. He looks to throw. He's being flushed, being flushed, and he's going to be dragged down at the 19-yard line as Caden Mitchell. Good yeah. pursuit there from, um, let's see, was that uh, for GW Long, good pursuit there by a player that we don't have on the roster. Wanted to call his name, wanted to give him some credit. Yeah, Mitchell just wasn't able to get his feet set to turn to get the ball off, had to take the sack. Number 25 for GW Long, he did a great job. That'll bring up third and 16 from the 19. 632 left to go here in the game. 38 to 7 GW Long leads. It was a close game at the half, but it's been all GW Long in the second half. Here's Mitchell under center. He fakes, rolls to his right and he's dragged down big time by the face mask. Oh my goodness, flags come from yeah. everywhere. The helmet is off. That's a dangerous tackle. I don't, it wasn't meant, but it's still a dangerous way to bring him down. Kate Mitchell is still down. Uh, it, it was one of those deals where the defender was coming in from the left, and so he was running one way. Mitchell was running the other way. The young man uh, reached his hand out, grabbed the face mask, and it, it, it completely it, turned the head around of Caden uh, Mitchell. A very scary moment as he walks off under his own power, but he is walking off. And Sheldon yeah, uh, Ott looks like he's going to come in as the quarterback. That's um, we hope uh, we hope that he's all right uh, as he is walking off under his own power. But that was uh, yeah, but it had to hurt his neck when it twisted it. Yeah. Again, I don't think it was intentional. He was coming in and he had his hand up, and I think he was trying to get Jersey and got too high up. That'll be a first down for the Raiders, and they'll take Cade uh, Mitchell over to the bench there. Thank you. 
can't tell if that's Ott or, or Cameron Mitchell. Um, I think it's Ott. He came from the sideline. Sheldon Ott, I believe, the quarterback now. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to move forward. He'll try to fight for a yard. That's the first action we've seen Sheldon Ott at quarterback in several weeks. I think that's that is Mitchell. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, Cameron Mitchell just took that, and uh, but now he's well. He's actually going to the sidelines for the call from the coaches. So they'll give him about a yard on that. It'll be second down. No, actually, it should be second down, but they're showing third. That should have been a first down on the face mask. Yes, I'm not sure what that was all about. But they're showing third and five from the 30, which can't be right. But we'll go with it, okay? Movement free snap. And uh, nonetheless, they're going to back out uh, and back up Houston Academy five yards there. So, a little sloppy here. I think say a little sloppy here at the end of this game. I'm not sure here how that Well, maybe not. I was thinking that was Caden Mitchell maybe coming back in, but that's 22, I believe. So, we're showing third and 10 is what we're showing. And I'm not sure how that's. That, that's not right. And then the scoreboard's got first and ten. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, what's on the field is what, what they go with. So it's showing third and ten from the 25. Cameron uh, Mitchell is your quarterback. Caden Mitchell being seen about on the bench now. He's going to roll to his left. He's going to throw it, and it's going to be incomplete. He had a receiver, but yeah, he didn't did. quite connect with him. You bring up fourth down. Yeah, the receiver flashed in between two defenders. He was open. Rehoboth now up on Wicksburg, 21-6 to late in the third. Yeah, they're going to say fourth. I don't see how it's fourth down. Unless that face mask was not an automatic first down, but I thought for sure that it was. But when they... must not have been then. I don't know if it was a spot foul. Then they would have marked it off from there, and it would not have been... uh, an automatic first Yeah, I don't think it's a spot foul. I think it's got to be from the line of scrimmage. I would have thought so, too, because it did occur deep behind the line of scrimmage, so that's not that, that much of a punitive foul for GW Long there. Here's the punt. It's going to be off the side of the foot this time of uh, Hunter Lizenby. So, uh, so they'll mark it at the 43 of Houston Academy. He bobbled that snap, and when he did, he rushed his punt and went yeah. off the side of his foot. 440 left to go here as G.W. Long will take over at the H.A. 43. Yeah, I think if you're H.A., I mean, excuse me, G.W. Long, you just run the clock out now, run as much as you can. You really don't need to score. Jackson Chancey still in as, as your running back, and it looks like the starters are still in all around. Kobe Stringer getting the play from the sideline. They haven't started the play clock yet. As they're... Taking a long time to get the ball set. Yeah, one of the officials had gone on the wrong side of the field. He thought the ball was going the other direction, so he had to come from the other <laughs> side. Of the field. It happens. I thought it was morning earlier this evening. And I so, thought there was no penalties when there were. There right. you go. Here is Stringer. He's going to hand off to Chance. He can't see up the middle. He's going to be met at the line of scrimmage and drop there for no gain. Yeah, nice tackle. I think that, that was, was uh, Morris. Morris. Yeah. Yeah, very good form tackle there yeah. by. He tail, had his head up, and just rode through him. That's the way you teach it. That's exactly right. Second and ten from the 43. G.W. Long will host Laverne next week. 
in the first round of the Class 2A playoffs. Stringer's looking to throw. He's throwing over the middle. It is going to be short and incomplete looking for Trevor Morris. Yeah, he didn't have enough on now when it's more slid trying to get it. That'll bring up third and two. Yeah, again, I'm not sure about throwing the football with a 38 to 7 lead. Yeah. Four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I think he just run the football. Plus, you stop the clock. Springer getting the call from the sideline. 20 seconds on the play clock, but the game clock is not moving since the pass no, was incomplete. And they, they ran that play with in the teens on the play clock while ago, so when the clock was running. Here's Stringer, six seconds on the play clock. Here we go. He drops straight back. Good pressure. He's going to scramble around. He's going to scramble around some more, scramble around some more. He's all the way back in his own 33 and falls down. Tries to pull Jameis Winston there and just chunks it as he was falling down. But, but that's got to be intentional grounding there. Which is a spot foul. There it goes. He, he threw the flag. Yeah, so that'll be a spot foul. And loss of down. And loss of down. So that'll be a loss of about, about 20-something yards there. Yeah, that play was doomed from the very beginning. Yeah. And I think that's going to force a punt. Tanner Patton in now. So they took less than a minute off the clock there. They tried to get a little cute and uh, took less than a minute off the clock there. Tanner Patton will punt from all the way back inside his own 30-yard line. So what's that, about a third and 40? Yeah, uh, it is uh, third and echo for sure. H.A. sending Cameron Mitchell back to uh, possibly seal this punt. Yeah, they don't have enough men on the now, they do. G.W. Long didn't have enough. Yeah, plenty of time on the play clock to get this punt off from Patton. Is this his first punt? Nah, it feels like it. Maybe they punted one time earlier. Patton, it's an end-over-end punt. It's going to land at the 40 and bounce inside H.A. territory well inside to the 24-yard line. So, got a good roll on it. He did exactly what they wanted to do there. Flip the field back around after that big loss. And now 321 showing on the fourth quarter clock. Cameron Mitchell's been your quarterback the last series after Cade Mitchell went out uh, after he was hurt on a face mask penalty. Yeah, I think Cade is staying. I mean, excuse me, Cameron is staying out there in the quarterback. I think so. And this time, Cameron Mitchell will go under center. He'll turn around. He'll hand off to Ackerman. Ackerman will pile into the pile for a gain of about a yard. I think both teams are just ready to get out of here now. They're going to run the football. I think so. They'll call it no gain there. It'll be second. Well, now they're going to move. Give him a yard on that. It'll be second and nine. I know wins-wise it was not the season Houston Academy wanted, but I do think they're making progress, and they've played a lot better the second half of the season. We have certainly seen that as, as we've had the Raiders for a while. Here's an end around to Tristan Wiggum. It's going to go for a loss of about five, six yards, as that was read very well by the Rebels. Yeah, that play didn't have a chance. They penetrated, able to catch him before you get started. There are some signs for optimism this Raider program as they think about next year with a young quarterback, some other possible uh, 
pieces in place. I think their JV team had a very good season this year. So see some of those guys in the varsity. and Think about it. They're going to have a veteran, not great quarterback. A veteran freshman. That's right. Second and long from the 19. Hand off the middle to Ackerman. Ackerman will go to about the 23, maybe the 24-yard line. Under two minutes now on fourth quarter clock, and it will bring up a fourth down situation. I would just say if you're H.A., you just go ahead and run this play and and just assume Long would take a knee, but maybe they won't. That's a, that's a big assumption. It is, and that's going to bring Lisenby out to punt. No, well, I was going to say nobody back deep, but now they sent somebody. It's Callaway, I believe. Yeah, Dalton, uh, Dalton Caraway back Caraway. now. Lisenby got off a good punt last time. Here's the snap. Good one. Good straightaway high kick. Caraway's just going to let it bounce. It bounces at midfield. And it will angle out just inside GW Long Territory at the 48-yard line. 109 showing on this fourth quarter clock. GW Long up on HA 38-7. to Yeah, now you just take a knee a couple of times and call it a day. So, as we said, this will end the season for Houston Academy. GW Long will host Luverne next week in the first round of the playoffs. Not quite sure who the matchup would be in the second round yet. According to the bracket of the AHSAA website, that hasn't quite been decided yet. Looks like GW Long. Yeah, they called a timeout. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to put some uh, newcomers in for the last couple of plays here. Be a nice gesture to get some younger players in on senior night here. It's really been interesting, Mark, in that how everyone would agree that 2020 has felt like the longest year ever. That it doesn't matter when we get high school football season here, the regular season always flies. It really does. It's amazing. And you know, when it started, we weren't sure if we'd make it to week 10 or not. That's right. It it has flown right by. Again, a big thanks to all of our sponsors that you hear every Friday night that make our high school football broadcast possible. We certainly hope that as you go about and do business in the Wiregrass that you will say thank you for supporting high school football here on the ball. It makes this all possible. Now we're ready for what may be the last couple of plays of this ball game, 38-7. to GW Long leads Houston Academy. Looks like some new players out there. Here's a shotgun. It'll be a handoff. And going for no gain on the play, Hayes Horn. That will bring us under a minute. Time to run, should be time to run one more play. But you're right, Lance. I think one of the side effects of COVID-19 is we've all lost our sense of time, whether you've had COVID or not. And uh, this is the one normalcy has been this high school football season. It started when it was supposed to start, and it's just run its course. It has. And uh, kudos to the Alabama High School Athletic Association for allowing some memories to be made for these kids this year. And we're not done. And they'll take a knee. Uh, We'll the Rebels, and that will end the game as the final 23 seconds will tick off. So, uh, GW Long wins. 
moves on. Houston Academy season comes to an end. We will take a one-minute break and come back and wrap this one up right here on the ball. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2020, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to Alabama, Florida, and Georgia for almost 30 years. Harris Security is a locally owned security company dedicated to developing secure solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residents, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit them at harrissecurity.com to assist you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. The leading Department of Defense solid waste and recycling contractor, including Fort Rucker and NAS Pensacola, with same-day service, no hidden fees, and personal attention. For 40 years, one call takes care of all that garbage. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. Welcome back. Once again, your final GW Long 38, Houston Academy 7. It really was not as, as wide a margin of victory. No, it, as seemed it seemed like a lot like closer game than it, it really was the score indicated. Indeed, uh, but uh, still a good... Uh, a good performance, especially in the second half by the Rebels as they get ready for the first round of the playoffs next week. That will end the season for Houston Academy. Uh, as we said, Mark, we saw progress as the season went on, which uh, bodes well for the future. Absolutely. I think they've got to be pleased. Coach Rick's got to be pleased with the strides they've made late in the season. And uh, it'll it'll help the offseason go a lot easier now. Uh, special thanks to GW Long High School Principal Barentine for hosting us tonight. We certainly appreciate that and their hospitality. We are scheduled to bring you Providence Christian football in the first round of the playoffs next Friday night at Montgomery Academy. That's going to do it for us, for Alicia back in the studio. And for Mark Stewart, I'm Lance Griffin. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with more live high school football next Friday night right here on The Ball. You've been listening to the All-In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week. Live play-by-play on the ball is brought to you by All-In Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. By Lewis Smith Supply Company, Enterprise, Dothan, Eufaula, and Mariana. By Southeast Health, always the right direction. By Hug and Molly's, Frozen in the 50s, Downtown Abbeville. By Harris Security, security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Mark Dunning Industries, one call takes care of all that garbage. By Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need, member FDIC. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op, proudly supporting the communities they serve. DSI Security, do what you say you'll do. And by Vincent Plumbing and Electric, make the right call, call Vincent. We now rejoin our regular programming already in progress. This is AM560, FM 100.1 and FM 107.1. The Ball.